I am writer-director Christopher McQuarrie. I am Tom Cruise. And this writer, is... Writer-director's friend, co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. I'm honored, sir. Likewise. This is number nine for us. This is the ninth uh, uh, film that we've collaborated on in some capacity yes, or another. Yes, and uh, third time on uh, Mission Impossible. Yes. Came on and saved my bacon in uh, Ghost Protocol. We're all very grateful. And this is Mission Impossible Fallout. And this is Mission Impossible Fallout. The first scene that we yep. really discussed in this movie was this scene. Yes. And strangely enough, it was very much like the scene that you're seeing here, with one small exception. Uh, Alec Baldwin was originally going to be the minister. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's right. And Alec Baldwin was unavailable. He couldn't come to New Zealand. And Sean Harris was available. And now it is unimaginable to me that it could be No, that it could have else. been anyone else. And also, we were talking about at some point maybe having Benji and Luther there also. Yes, that's right. And that, that was, it was originally going to be much more long, lensy, esoteric, hard to see the background white... It was going to be less about the environment, a much more dreamy effect. And yeah. the more we refined the situation, the more it really became clear that it had yeah. to be. It and I can't imagine no. not doing it without Sean. And... and what it came from was this, of course, is that the very first conversation that you and I had at the very beginning of all of this was I, I, I asked Tom, what do you want to do? And Tom said, I want to, I want to resolve the story of Ethan and Julia. People are still asking me about this story wherever I go, whenever I'm promoting movies around the world. And I want to give them some closure. And I said, okay, well, in order to do that, we have to reintroduce that character. And we've got to, we, it, I, we, let's not do it as something that's just going to get cut out on a DVD. And that dictated the entire emotional arc of the story. It really allowed that emotional arc that we were always talking about, which was how do we get without compromising what mission is, build in more emotional... Emotion. You know, how do we take them and let... pull back wh who Ethan is, where he's at, but without compromising what Mission Impossible is, the team, the, the action, the, the suspense. And also, I love that you chose this, The Odyssey, uh, as the book at the beginning, because we also talked about this being an epic. Yes. That we felt that the franchise had earned it, that... Mm -hmm. uh, it's where it needed to go. And also visually, you're talking about, uh, you know, this is your second mission that you directed and you approached it right from the beginning. You said, I'm going to approach it as, as another director to honor the franchise, but also evaluating and looking at your lens choices, looking at uh, how the locations that you chose throughout the picture, I thought were absolutely perfect. But when you talk oh, about you. length and design, of even the rooms, look at look at the the width of these rooms, the length of them, and the lenses that you chose uh, to shoot this. Uh, even the size of the wall at the beginning—it's just right from the beginning. I like, you know, I mean, you and I are very much in the same way. I want—it's like in the first minutes of a movie, you're telling your, your character story and you're educating them to the style and tone of the movie that we're making. Yes. So immediately, it's like we're just. You know, they've trusted us to come in and we're saying, okay, you know, we're going to slowly take you through this. Here's the movie. <laughs> and you we're know? also taking you down a very dark time. Yes, exactly. And you and I were always laughing as we were watching this, yes. thinking to ourselves, if this works, 
If this works, they're going to be in that hospital room going, Mommy? What is happening? What's happening? The kids and going, Yes. Is this mission impossible? Yes. The last one was really funny. And yes, there's fans of the franchise Benji? going, Oh, this is where they blow it. <laughs> this is it. This exactly. is the one where yes. they totally blow it. <laughs> this is. Oh, those poor guys. They oh, just... God. They, got it. they took themselves a little too seriously. <laughs> they forgot what mission was. They yes. blew it. And really what it is is we want to take you down a road of Ethan's worst fears and his, his, deepest, his, his deepest regrets that the first 15 minutes of the movie, which we dreamed of being five minutes, but we just yes. kept putting other ideas yes, exactly. in and kept growing and growing. Yes. Well, believe me, we want to we wanna be like, as How long before the credits go? <laughs> Originally, it was 20 minutes before exactly. the And so we were looking for other movies. The Departed yes. was, was slightly longer yes. than ours, and, and we felt just. Oh, that's good, yes. Die yes. Hard? Uh, die Hard, yeah, it's fine. They okay. all did it. Uh, yeah, I, it's, and this location, um, this Fantastic. scene, to your credit, this, this scene, we shot it, uh, we went to this location multiple times because of technical issues, and we were able to cut the scene together. You remember because yes. because of the ankle break we'll get to, and you were able to watch the scene and you said, "I'm not feeling the teen." This banter wasn't at the beginning of the scene. We played it all for suspense, and all for speed. We were just trying to get into the story as quickly as we could. And we violated our rule, which was, you cannot assume that the viewer has seen another Mission Impossible. And we were assuming it. We were we were taking the team for granted, and you watched it. You came into the editing room and watched it. And I, and I, I the, the the biggest gift a filmmaker can have, a filmmaker's greatest skill, is having some level of objectivity. Yes. When you're watching the scene, say, well, how is an audience feeling it? Not what do I want them to feel. Yes. But what are they feeling? What am I feeling when I watch it? If it wasn't my movie, and you watched it and you said, he's not connected to the team at all and as soon as you said it then everybody we showed it to was without being able to articulate it was feeling the same thing and, and just we just weren't in it and we were able to go back look at these guys yes i mean great actors and you remember one of the last cuts we made to the movie we moved that moment yes to after Smart. after the you guy put pointing that in the there. gun at you it was awesome what you did showing the money doing it so now we know now we know well, and Ethan felt Think, oblivious. Yes. If it came earlier, the yes. audience was ahead of Ethan because yes. he's nodding like it's okay when the audience knows, no, it's not. Yes. And it, and it just just by shifting that, Ethan says, it's okay. And then a second later, we realize, oh, no, it's not. No, it's not okay. And now we're going, look out, yep. Ethan. Yes. It's how do you, you know, we're always talking about how do we invest the audience in this story? How do we get them to feel? You know, it's a, it's a structural, I think, really quite extraordinary what you did, McHugh, because it's, how do you get the audience to feel what a, what Ethan's going through? Uh, yes, and, to, subjective as opposed to objective yes. storytelling. And it, Not, was, it was something I learned from you actually, going all the way back to Valkyrie. Because Valkyrie was a very, almost a documentary style movie that that was telling the whole story from orbit. And when you came on to Valkyrie, you were one of the first big lessons I ever learned in that respect. In Valkyrie, you. The bomb went off, you drove away, and we went back to the compound to see Hitler. And you said, no, 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 don't go back. And I said, but Tom, everybody knows this is not how Hitler died. And you're like, they will not believe Hitler is alive or dead until you show them, even if they know the story. And that was true. And, and that it kept us in, in Stauffenberg's point of view. Tom Cruise University. Yes. <laughs>
Excellent, excellent film school, by the way. And here you are, by the way, for another symposium of Tom Cruise University. Here we are. I had a broken foot this. You were incredibly patient through all of this. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Just, yes. The broken foot was, I was standing there. I have a box off screen in between takes. Just. Just you put you resting on your knee. Just. Oh, my God. And what's really amazing is, uh, uh, keeping that in mind, is how uneven all these cobblestones are. Kill them. And and, and the other thing to remember is the phenomenal lighting by Rob Hardy and Martin Smith, our gaffer Martin Smith, cinematographer Rob Hardy. These this the the choice of this sort of greenish light on one end, white there. The, 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 yes, the, well, it's tungsten. Yes, he's got a he's got a tungsten color that he really likes. That's given this entire movie uh, this this feel. This almost it's an almost sepia feel. That looks like it's yes. straight outside of West Side Story. I love I love I love the look of it, and it gives us geography also. Yes, like, as we're going, I know where I am. Yeah, well, and that first shot where Benji walks in and the camera does yes. the, that 90-degree move around was all about familiarizing you with the space. This is a, a big obsession of mine. As you'll, as you'll watch the scene, you'll see that the camera is constantly setting you up for the three-dimensional space before moving on to the next yes. shot. So that the audience knows where they are, yes. which is you feel the space in it, but we're still feeling the character pressure. And look at the length, the design of the film having those lengths. First of all, great actors, uh, Ving, uh, oh, so Simon. phenomenal. Every time you just go to these guys, it was such a pleasure, always a pleasure working with them. Anytime you put the camera on them, you just... Well, you're talking about two, two actors who understand, A, the characters they're playing so well, but understand the genre yes, so well. Yes, and how to make this movie. Yes. And make this kind of, and Ving landing on his knees like oh that. Gosh, just, take after take. I oh was my like, God, never yes. complained. No. And you and you remember that your your line. That's a that's an ADR line. You say, I didn't know what else to do. We were we were doing a lot of this on the fly, and we would feel these scenes, and you'd say, Okay, we want to make clear what your intention was. And we we added little lines like that later. And then this, you remember, we we yeah. we were we, in in our in our effort to make the movie shorter, we didn't let these movies these moments breathe, and that's a very important moment in the movie when Tom says, "Why aren't we dead?" You want the audience to know something more is coming. You want to feel Lane. You want to feel. It was, mm-hmm. it was one of our things we kept reminding ourselves because we knew the film we were making. It was always. Let's not cut it too tight. Let's let these yeah. scenes breathe. I mean, we really had to, you and I really kept pace on that and going, it doesn't matter all the pressure that we feel in terms of length. Mm-hmm. What's important is story. You well, know, you, people you, make that mistake all the time thinking, well, I make it shorter. It's it's going to feel shorter. It's like you make it shorter and it feels longer. And I, I feel less involved in the story. Well, you, you said something very, very wise when the studio was coming at us and wanting the movie to come down in length. You said it doesn't matter how long it is, it matters how long it feels. Yeah. And when we cut a shorter version of the movie and tested it, the scores were lower. Yes. The scores went down. It went the, down. The, the emotion of the moment wasn't was, landing. Was not in. This, this, this phenomenal Christopher Yonner fantastic. is an amazing actor. Fantastic. Such a lovely guy, too. And, uh, and this scene, this was, again, one of the earlier scenes. And you remember, in Rogue Nation, we kept trying to write a scene like this. We were we were trying to figure out a way to, to make a mousetrap scene. Yep. Where the audience didn't know. Yeah, do you remember we had it, a it in a, 
We had it. We started in a train. Out in, a, in a train. We also had the uh, box, the box car. That's remember? right. That's right. But look at I love Ving in this scene, by the way, and I love him in this movie. He's so. This is well. As we we coming coming into this movie, the last one was kind of a buddy movie with you and Ethan. Uh, I mean, you Son. and uh, Benji. Yeah, rather. Benji. Uh, and and there was a relationship between you and Ilsa, and a relationship between you and Benji. And this, I, I this is one where I wanted yep. Ving to really have after after five of these movies to have his moment, and that very quickly fell into line with all of these all of these scenes because no one knows and this you is better first, than this character. And this is the scene that we started with. Do you remember? Yes. We started with this scene, and we were like, and Ving was came in, and we we're like, no man. This is. This take is our, it, take it, you know, <laughs> take it. And he did. He was like, "Oh, do you remember that morning?" Yeah. Because look, when you're making a mission movie, it's a lot of stuff is writing every day. These actors are incredible, but also when you have an idea, you want to seize it, and not just go, "Well, this is the way it is," and this is. But if you have something, so we're constantly working on things, and you're constantly writing and updating. And really, what I love about you as always as a as an artist is you're looking at other artists and you're celebrating them so you always have that story in mind but you're looking at this actor and you're going what's going to really serve that actor so uh i love that you know because you and i share that same love of a movie where you want all of these actors to score but also for the audience you know to have these yes. characters that are that you just you care about and you're interested in every at every scene, every angle. Well, everybody's got to have their entrance, and yes. everybody's got to have. Yes, we talk their... about that. It's like, yes. what's that entrance going to be? What's that? And if you look at it, it really serves these guys up, and ladies up. You remember here we had there was more of a moment between you and Ving. There was some great acting, but the audience started to suspect when yeah. there was too much conflict. They yes. started to suspect like, something was eh, up. Ethan and Luther, they're too. Yes, they're too close. Yes, you know. And the trick of this scene is that while the audience, as, as you, somebody watching the movie for the first time, you're looking at where is this all headed? Yeah. You might be figuring it out. You might know that there's a trap. You might know that something is afoot. And we're hiding from you what our real intention is, which is we want you for the first 30 seconds to think that something yes. terrible really happened so that you feel what Ethan feels. Yes. You feel, you, yes. this is the first this time. This is the structural, you start with the, the thing at the beginning and now here, and the audience is going, oh my gosh, this is gonna be really a depressing <laughs> film. Well, that's that's what, just these, it. These guys really, what oh have, my what God. were they? McHugh and Cruz just, this is terrible. <laughs> They've gone off the rails. <laughs> and, and the truth of it is, you never get to see the doomsday scenario play out. In any movie, you never get to see the horrible no. ending come, so you never get to feel the villain win. And what I love about this is we've we, we haven't even met the villains of the movie yet and we've already met in casper the the, the european at the the bomb exchange yes. and in christopher you've met two fantastic villains you've entered a world yes that, and you realize at this point god these guys are functionaries they're yes. not even they're not even the big the big bad guy of our movie but more importantly we are still in ethan's nightmare we're still up until this right until this second it's all Ethan losing, and then suddenly Ethan says, "Go." And now, now the Mission Impossible movie starts, and you so and and the, the the time we took, and how we were biting our nails through all of it. Of how much can the audience take? How long can we do this to get deeper into the character? 
Wolf Blitzer. Wolf was awesome. So fantastic. He was so great. I never thought we'd get him. Awesome. I never thought I, we it was would incredible. When he showed up, we were we were high fiving. It's oh. so good, and he loved it. He was great. Worked hard. He was so delightful, and we gave him a mask. We uh, we sent him we sent him a gift of a it's fantastic of a, of a, a wolf clear mask. box. Yes, and a he's clear got his box. own wolf mask. Yes. Here we go. Credits, of course. And I love these credits. This is the work of the uh, Filmograph LA. It. These guys are so fantastic. Oh my gosh, great work, guys. Really and awesome. And you, McHugh, look at this. Oh, it's great. This burning motif where we were kind of, the, the, the discussion we had was one of, uh, imagine if the film itself is is melting. Oh. <laughs> you know, the movie itself is burning. And uh, and 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 which which speaks to the very last frame of the film. I hope I remember to mention it when we get there. Uh, but this whole idea that the movie itself is being consumed, that the, the series itself is is coming to some horrible ending. And what we realized when we cut it all together, was the, it was, my God, there's a lot of action in this movie. <laughs> it's like, that was the first time I really had a the first sense. time, because, you know what, it's interesting, because we're in it. Yeah. And we're constantly wondering, is it enough? Are yes. We, are, we, are we going as far as we want to go? Yes. And here is the phenomenal Alec Baldwin uh, phenomenal. And here's what's amazing is all of this detail, all of this sky and all this. When you're watching this film in the editing room before you've gone in and and, do, and doing what we call color timing, which is where you actually pull out the, the fullness of the negative, none of this color was there. This was a very gray scene, you remember. Yes. And uh, Asa Scholl <coughs> and the nice guys at uh, Filmograph, or not Filmograph, uh, Molinaire in London, who are our colorists, they brought out all of this color and detail. It's so gorgeous, too. And one of the things, as uh, Lauren Balfour, brilliant composer, one of the things that they were trying to do was bring out more detail in everybody's face, but in doing it, faces started to look muddy. And I said, no, let it be a darker scene. Let it, you know, the, the, the light is going to come. And so I, I love the scene. It's got this yep. very unusual... Dusky feel. That's a and of course, shot. I love I love the shot inside the aircraft us. And you remember here we had there was more plot after this. And he says, "Don't don't make me regret it." And there was a little joke about, and find out where the plutonium. Yeah. Who stole the plutonium in, Russia, in the first place? There was a whole subplot we had introduced, in case, and. And what ultimately what we what we realized is this scene's really just about the friendship between these two men. Yes. And this was before we were really certain that Alex's character was going to die. We were still debating that. And, and all the didn't way to know, the end, oh. it was something that we ultimately knew we had to do, but didn't want to do it because. Uh, look, because we loved Alex. Love Alex. Can the you movie know, recover? Can, can the movie recover? Yeah. But look at her. It was. She's great, and that's our yeah, that's look Rob at her Hardy. And Henry, I mean. That that hallway is uh, Rob Hardy's nod to uh, Point Blank, John Borman's Point Blank. It's awesome. A film he loves, and so I built him that hallway so we could do a Point Blank shot. Everybody's thought fantastic. I was crazy for building that corridor. That's fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. such a, it's a, it's a great a, introduction. Look at her; she's got so much power. She's really phenomenal. Oh, this was another. This was another amazing. Didn't think we'd get her. Uh, very much at the last minute, and I know. And you needed somebody who, from the very first moment they appeared on screen, had, had power. And I love how you, I love the design of the shot. Also, you have the two. It's an over into an over into an over. It's and it's about here are the two power brokers. Yes, you know. Yes, and they're players behind them. Yes, and they are negotiating the fate of, 
of That's right. the world right yes. here, who's going, how it's their pawns, their players. And right away, you just know the division. And uh, one's on I, one side, will, one's on the other. I will give other. credit where credit is due. You watch this scene. And originally, there was a slightly different cutting order. And I was playing it as a sort of moment between you guys. I was playing more in the close coverage of you. And you said, no, 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 no. It was like, make it about them. Don't worry about us until scalpel and hammer. You remember? Yeah. And it was, I thought that was a really great note. And it created this, it made more of these compositions. There's, Which and, I and, love those compositions. And it's very that rare that you have there. a star of the movie come in and say, stop cutting to my close-up. <laughs> Cut me out. <laughs> <laughs> Push me into the background. Let's go. And see that, yes, and it, and it's that's and that's that's Angela's natural temperature when she's playing a scene like this, and Angela and I were always working to us like hold on to that, you know, just let let that come out. Let's get to that. This um, shot is awesome. Entirely CG. I can't it was like the it. first time I've seen an entirely CG shot where I don't it. want to shoot myself. I know. Great work of uh, Jody Johnson and Fantastic. all the people at uh, really guys. At great job. Great, great job. I have a real problem with CG shots, especially when the, the subject of the shot is CG. You can you can put computer-generated backgrounds all you want, as long as what your the eye is looking at is real, and that's that's a very important rule to me. And there was simply no time to get that shot. There was no physical way to do it, to go from one C-17 to another. And Jody assured us that they could do it. And, and he did it. And he that did was, it. blew me away. It when really you showed me that me. shot, oh. I was like, what? Oh, I know. And, and part of what made the shot work, sorry we're dwelling so much on a 30-second shot, is all the imperfections yep. we poured into it. Yep. So all the heat distortion and yep. the plane. Is, I said, this is the perfect shot. Yep. Now now show me the shot I would really get. You know, because you, yeah, so much shot of, you have, you just was like, okay, that's all I have. Yeah, and, there's, and when you're shooting air to air, there's yep. the shot you want, there's the shot you end yep. up with. And I just said, give me the shot I end up with. Yep. Now look at Henry Cavill. He's like... 1940s like movie star it's, well, this guy is just a movie star he is a star and he's, he is a great actor also when he came on this guy works so hard yeah dedicated uh, every day up for anything it was very challenging always positive always positive you know very challenging very challenging film to make Mission Impossible well it, Mission Impossible every day you come to work not knowing what movie you're making oh, and whatever movie we were making yesterday we're not making yes. today yes and the character kept changing and he just kept kept right pace with us and on with us yes never questioned it never so he came to learn and by the way the vapor on your helmet all of that that's all CG that's all incredibly artful yep that is real oxygen that I'm that, taking. That is that real whole oxygen. stuff there. This was, this was a cha obviously challenging sequence. The yes. halo, the halo was. Uh, you know, I skydived. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work, but I had to really get my skydiving up again, and put in the hours. We're doing uh, jumping out at twenty-five thousand feet. We have to do. We did an, uh, an hour breathe up, going up to altitude. There's many different things that can go wrong. Hypoxia. You know, many things that could lead to death oh, yeah. at this uh, at this altitude and jumping the way that we're jumping. And also, there's a lot of debate about I'm doing the jump. Everything's live. The whole thing. Now, this is from right from this Here. is all one shot. This all begins. We talked about this for a year. How are we going to get this shot? First of all, 
You have to have someone that knows how to skydive. The camera's on top of uh, his helmet. It's Craig. Brilliant. He's, Craig's not looking through the camera. Craig is a camera operator, brilliant skydiver, camera operator. He's never done anything like this before because it's narrative storytelling. Still one shot. Now he's backwards. He leaves backwards. I'm coming right at him. Now I have to get from there, I have to get to within three feet. Not two feet and ten inches. Not three feet and two inches. I have to be right at three feet. To be in focus. To be in focus. Now I go past him in that. And we had really a window of a minute every night to try to get that three shot. Minutes. We had three, three, three minutes. We had three minutes three of minutes available to get, to get the whole sequence. And and the, 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 the rule with mission is everything is subjective, which means I need to see Ethan's face when he jumps out of the plane. Yep. I, we could have followed you out of the plane, yep. but we, we would not have been with Ethan. And now you're, I do the spin, now you're in my face, I'm up on my back, he's going up and around. It really is a dance between the two of us. I had to always make sure that the uh, sunset was on my left shoulder. That's actually a guy there. And, and Craig is having to keep the frame for all of that storytelling, it's it's nothing he's ever done before. He hasn't done narrative storytelling, so keeping that frame open. And we're traveling at 200 miles an hour at times toward the ground. I'm coming in. It's like a sprint. Boom! I have to hit him. When I hit him, I have to hit him, and like I don't know where I'm going to hit him on his body. I just have to try to take him out and down. And not break your neck doing it. And not and you'll break, notice that Craig not had break to, his neck, my I, neck not entangle the chutes, deploy his chute or my chute. Any of those things could have led to serious, serious problems. And what's amazing here is is Craig is keeping him in frame yep. all the time. And what you're looking at here is actually not shot over Paris. It's shot over Abu yes. Dhabi. And Paris and has to be And thank you, Abu Dhabi in. and the UAE military. Oh, yes. For this. We could not have gotten the sequence without them. So many, many thanks to you guys. Many thanks. And we and and the inter and so people are saying, well, if it's all CG in the background, why didn't you just do it CG? You can see the horizon in the background. Yeah. And, and what what you end up with, the relation by jumping out of the plane, the relationship between you and the camera is is in a way that we could never have duplicated on a stage. No. Um, no, we could not have gotten what we what we gotten. We actually the bottle exchange. <laughs> the bottle exchange is something that we actually we built the largest wind tunnel uh, in the world to train mm -hmm. for this and actually we were planning on shooting some of some of the sequence there we were talking about it and when we did it we did it it was just it didn't work it, what was amazing is it looked like you were on wires yes it was re it was real but it wasn't real and uh, and that's and you we took one look at it and you went well I know the I know how we got to do this because <laughs> like, I remember the tent was like how are we gonna do this oh everybody standing in the room was like oh my god <laughs> I know what he's gonna do it was straight out of a Mission Impossible movie it was like oh no and except in a Mission it's Impossible like, movie Ethan is the one going oh no and in making a Mission Impossible everybody else in the room is going oh no. Yes. We're, gonna, we're actually going to jump out we of the plane. We have to jump out of We have to do all of this for real. For real, while you're falling. <laughs> while I'm falling, we're going to have to get and switch the tanks. Yes. Now, this is the Grand Palais in Paris, France, which is kind enough to let us shoot there. Here's Beautiful. DJ great. Harvey. Great, great choice. And, thank you. And, and why, well, thank you. Look at this lighting. I, awesome. Now, uh, Peter Wenham, our production designer, was really amazing. We only had a limited amount of time in the Grand Palais, and so I said to Peter, I want you to build a set 
that you can build in two days and strike in two days. And all of this stuff was stuff that we could very quickly roll in and roll out again to give us the maximum amount of shooting time inside the Grand Palais. So what he's, what he's built here is fairly simple. He's just using those, uh, those plastic screens, the mirrors, all of these projection screens, all of this stuff was portable. And the only complicated thing really to bring in was that light yeah. ring. And you'll see in the DVD extras, there's there's shots in this sequence that we cut out of the movie. Yep. There, was tire, there was a whole entrance into the Grand Palais. And a whole swinging how we got there. It was that, a big stunt. And, that, and it was before we had the rest of the yep. movie together. And, and it was a fantastic stunt. And when the whole movie was put together, we realized, yeah, we don't need it. I know. It was like, let's cut that out. Yeah. This sequence, uh, we were supposed to shoot it in three days. And we that shot it over the entire production <laughs> of the film. The last day of filming, yes. we were shooting at every time. This shot was a reshoot. We went yep. back and reshot it because it, we needed to make the geography clearer in the bathroom. Yeah, we couldn't. The geography was just a little bit With all the confusing. mirrors and everything, it was really... Yes. This is like Henry, the training, and you're going to see Liang, who we met on uh, All You Need Is Kill, uh... Yes. Who was, uh, boy, all you need is killed. He was Emily's uh, uh, stunt, stunt double. And incredible uh, wushu. wushu champion. And we kept thinking about who do we want for this. We we, we, we were going to cast an actor. We it was going to be a misdirection. But it was just too much. The, what we wanted out of this scene was, you know, that this guy basically kicks the living, you know, Somebody was going to get hurt. So, it it kicked somebody out of was me get, and Henry, or more you know? hurt, I should say. Now the important, <laughs> the important thing. This is this is not only a very entertaining scene, but it's also the, what the audience doesn't realize. What we're doing here is we're telling the audience, first of all, they're human, mm -hmm. and Henry can get beat. Do you know what I mean? Like he's this is first just brutal. You're seeing yeah. two different styles. Henry breaks the mask, scalpel and hammer. Walker, he's a scalpel and the hammer. You're seeing it instantly. Okay. <laughs> But it's also putting into the audience's mind that as much of a hammer that Walker is, he is beatable. He's, he's vulnerable. He's vulnerable. And, that, but, and you still have this brutality. Uh, and the way that the scene was shot, McHugh is fantastic because if you look at the cuts, we're only cutting when we have to. And that's what we went in saying how we want to do this scene. It's not death by a thousand edits. It's playing out character, which meant for the actors, the takes have to be perfect, and we have to be in like there's no cheating. So the burden is on you. So on I'm we, I'm allowed to just oh look here's a mask machine. And there's yep. no shaky cam. And nope. There's no all of that. The reason why this is not shot in the style of scenes you're seeing that is because the three actors were so uh, were so exhaustively trained, and that also. You guys were really putting a beating on each other. Yes. There, was, there was nowhere to hide. No, and we wanted... You're looking for the accidents. And so there's moments where I get really get kicked, and it, I'm down on the on the floor and almost in the latrine. That was this, improvised. Those guys yes, were so guys, fantastic. All of their great. dialogue is improvised. I didn't know anything they were saying until a week before we finished the movie when somebody put the subtitles in. I love this scene. I, so I laugh every time I see it. <laughs> it's just look at Liang. Oh, look at... It's a, look at this move when Henry's doing. It's just oh. unbelievable. You're like, Whoa! And and this is the this is the great thing that you do not see in a lot of these other action movies. It's the the vulnerability that you're both showing in the scene. You're you you. It's 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 a testament to the both of you 
the, the, the fun of the scene is watching these two guys that we know are the heroes of the movie getting their asses beat. Yes. And there's, <laughs> it's just, and it is, we're just, with every time, we're not just doing the choreography, we're, how do we... And that kick in the Henry, chest. Also, Henry just delivers. Now, of course, here's the reloading the biceps yes. that he did on the day. Just Total awesome. improv. Just awesome. <laughs> just creating that character, these moments that he just created are fantastic. Look at this. Now look at this. I love, the, I love how you double cut this. Look yes, at this. it's the just, same action repeated twice. Yeah, same action repeated twice. So you could twice. see it all. We, it was so, so you good. could see it all. And you also think that kick, that, that hurt down oh, my face in the latrine. Oh. Oh, and I remember that geez. slip. That slip was not... You no, know, that's that's literally just it's it's very slippery in there. It's uneven, and you guys just let the space kind of yes. The, the space is beating on you as much as, but also, and it's like look at what Henry did to sell everything. Oh, just yes, into it. Yes, you know, and knows then, into the character. Like at this moment, you picked up on that the was last a reshoot day. later. Boom to focus. On, I threw focus to the gun, yep. and it allowed me to show him getting yep. shot in the head. Now we introduced. Ilsa earlier in the club, and we cut that and made this her introduction, which is fantastic. Oh, uh, it's, it's... Look at that. Look at... She's so phenomenal. She, look at her. Amazing Rebecca Ferguson. I know. It's just... And in talk this about charisma. Talk oh, about yes. also movie star. You know, you look at these guys, they're... You know, uh, oh, all the of them in together. the film, just so talented. And also in a, in a white room with bright light, there's nowhere to hide. There's no... It's, no. It's... It, what, what it... What it both literally and figuratively, you look at the light on Rebecca's face, and and what we're looking at all of you guys. There's such a, as these are such fantastic close-ups, which are all provided by the environment. Yep. It's hard to look that good in a in a big bright white light room. Yeah, look. This this blood um, was added later, so we could control the amount of blood and where it went, and it just it wouldn't slow shoot production down. And the and until we had the blood in the scene. The scene wasn't getting any laughs at this no. point. And suddenly when people saw the blood in the scene, it had a whole other layer. This got a laugh. Yes. Where it didn't before. And that's always how I pictured it. And it was, and I was always, uh, I was always frustrated when we had to show this to test audiences without Oh, there's the so much. The it's amazing how well the film played with. And people and this don't understand was, music, how... It, yeah. how that affects with this we picked up again we picked it up again yep. and you were like you 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 watched it like, and you went mm, i can do let me tr let me try that line again so i can i they, and you gave this it was like and now we have to hope they never met the yes. delivery you're giving is like and you just everything yes. are we allowed to say but yes <laughs> exactly but you it just... gave a nice energy because now i could hold on you guys in these moments and the way we had shot it before it was forcing us to be cuttier we were cutting around things, do you remember? Yep. To try and give pace to it. And we said, no, let's go back. We have the bathroom. We're going back there anyway. <laughs> we're and going let's back. let's shoot this so we don't have to cut it. And Henry and I, anytime, like the, at the end, when you're doing a fight scene, first of all, you never admit how painful it is. Mm. Ever. Like when you're doing stunts, you never say it hurts. Ever. Oh, I always you hear just, about it a year later. No, it's a year later. But on the last day when we were in the bathroom, I looked at Henry and he was like, you, you know, both of us had that moment of admitting how painful it was every day. <laughs> this is one of the first things we saw we shot with her. And I this line this. you came up with, with me. You came up with on the day. On the day. But we talked about it. Yep. We kept talking about the relationship and yep. I said, I don't know what it is, but it's in this moment. Yes. And I came to work that day and went, Ah, I got it. And it was this. You should have stayed out of the game. You should have come. 
And that was their entire relationship from the last movie done in two lines. And remember, yep. there was a whole multi-page scene where yes. you met and we cut that down to just a look you had needed. with each other and then cut the look out. I know all about their relationship. Now this... I love this opening shot. It says, we're entering a different part of our film, a different part of the movie. I love this. The, there we go. The rule for New me. New Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa Kirby. Okay, Vanessa. She originally, she the entrance, she was singing. Yes, we had a whole song. And that she was, was fantastic. It was a she, number. It's, she's fantastic. This we picked up later. This so, close-up. And, and what we realized was the audience was just saying, just get us to the story. And the, and the song was saying, okay, well, what's going on? It, it, it actually worked against the tension of the scene. And now the, and so... I said, well, take out the song and see what's left. And it was all of these shots. And I said, oh, I get it. She can be, she can be giving a speech and watch her hand. You can see with her hand right there, she was actually, yes. that's the one indication that she was actually And we needed singing. to feel the threat. But also we always talked about her and her brother, her character's brother as being the daughter, son and daughter of Max mm -hmm. from the first film. And that was always going to be a secret between us. But yeah, it was always like out. stuff that McHugh and I loved and we cut the song out and he put it right there. I was like, <laughs> oh man, you're going to do it. If you're listening. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, there's a lot of fun. people. Some people that know the movies, a friends are calling me going, ah, oh, you know, my family was like calling me going, that's Max's daughter. I love it. Now, if you want to treat yourself, watch the background in this scene, rewind the scene and watch the background from... The, when Tom first walks in until when she finishes her speech, these were shot months apart because we were shooting this scene and we took a one day break to go foot to, to go to go shoot the foot chase. Yes. And that was the day you broke your foot. <laughs> yes, that's and right. we came back to this and shot all of this months later. So we could we couldn't get all the same extras back. And I was agonizing over it and the producer Jake Myers, our producer, he said, nobody if they're looking at the background, if they're looking we're at the extras, trouble. you have bigger problems. And the, these extras were actually phenomenal, incredibly patient. Yeah, they were. They yes. were awesome. And Vanessa, in this scene, is so good in, in, in portraying someone, in just in her behavior, as somebody who's excited by this, by chaos. Yes. And not at all intimidated by this, by this person. By the danger. I love the brother-sister relationship here. It's really fun. Uh, Fred, Frederick Schmidt Fantastic playing guy. Zola. I, always want to, I want to go and make a British gangster film. We always talk about that. <laughs> with just like, he's, he's just fantastic, this guy. And I love their relationship. It's just a nice color to have there. Yes. And we shot, remember, all of this business at the bar was shot with three cameras yes. simultaneously so that you, you, it was a profile shot. Look at that close-up. Fantastic two close close-up. Look at her. And Rob Hardy's use of short framing. Rob Hardy likes to do what's called short framing, where he, he leaves a lot. Of, see, you'll see everybody's pushed over to one side. There's always a lot of depth in the frame. Now, this shot, Tom Cruise, you, were, you remember, we were talking on the day, and, we were, and, and, and it, what we really wanted to do was make clear that Ethan walked in here knowing there was a problem and how to use the problem to his advantage. Yeah. It was a very complicated idea. And we were saying, how do we express that? We came up with this line. So remember, I came to work that day, yeah. and I said, here's what you do. You say, I know what you're thinking. And by saying, I know what you're thinking, you're telling us what you're thinking. And you said, oh, dude, okay. And we started playing with lenses, and that's where we put this big, long lens on it and designed that shot, an intimate shot between yep. the two of you, separate from everything else. That was a shot that you, me, and Rob all yep. worked together from lenses to lines to, to camera. To figure that out. Now, I love this where the audience is like, you think she is a... 
maiden in distress. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The first close up, here she is. You're just thinking like, okay. Oh, he's holding here, her. He's holding her, her keeping her. Now you go. Now listen to the crowd. I love what you did with the crowd noise too. Oh, well, the crowds are like, whoa, and I love that look. <laughs> well, I went through with the sound department, and I said, there was a lot of just yes. wild reactions, and I said, no, 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 no. This is spectators watching a sport, yes. and it's getting yes. crazy. It was it's fantastic. Like, yes. First time I heard it, I, but I, and I also, I love New's look. You know, great oh, job, yes. Rebecca. I Yo, love New's oh, look at the chest, because we're always talking about like, how this, it's like, I could do this too. We're yes. in this together. Like, hey there. Yes, and what was nice is... And now you've got Henry come in and just the hammer. It's, and it brings everybody together. Yes, I love it. And, and now remember, we almost cut this out of the movie. I know, dude. I'm so glad we got it back. Oh, it was out. In our and then haste. there was a scene here that we just picked. And look, I love that close-up again of her. It's just like, this well, is exciting. Yeah, there's all this dialogue in the car, and we realized you don't need any of it. Yep. It's just feeling them together. And, and she's knowing... like, this is dangerous, and you're fun, and I'm having fun, and now we're going into another world like it goes from the club to here to this shot that you created the whole thing remember it was all set up this was the hardest way. location in paris yes. to get and we insisted on it because it, we needed the space we need we wanted to feel her environment her before. power and her environment and that you you sort of hit the nail on the head there's a constant evolution of space yes. you're constantly everything now every scene this. you're moving into another world you're going deeper and, and she's deeper taking in. us into a deeper place it's like okay what do you think of this now she knows he doesn't know mm -hmm. and all and of she's got to get him to do what she wants that's right and, and so she's very excited by this all of this camera work, it's all calculated. This is actually... You restructured the, and redesigned the whole room in the morning. That's right. And that whole opening shot in there. I cleared out all the furniture and put all the guns, because the, the furniture was getting in the way of the guns. But most importantly, this scene, essentially what you're feeling is Ethan has walked into a trap. Yes. And it's it's the trap is not springing. The trap is slowly closing around it. And so if you look at yes, all the framing the of all the shots... Ethan is surrounded in every one of these shots or the ceiling is above him. Each one of these angles is calculated to create a sense of gradually closing entrapment. There's a guy behind him, guy in front of him. And, and, and Lane there. This is where reintroducing Lane. There. And then she's, look, she's completely free in the frame. Yes. And, in, and, you know, it, and she's it, in total power. She's yes. come in and changed, made herself comfortable. Yes. And is and is sort of yes, it's it's, she's she's completely at ease and comfortable. All of this is very Henry is standing in front of the door. There are men outside the door. That's the one door Ethan could exit. And so every there's no exit for Ethan. And there's a and that moment in the scene where we cut to the wide after you look at the lane picture is the moment when you realize I realize what I've stepped into oh my something gosh. now. This and is bigger also, than I thought. And his whole nightmare that he had at the beginning of the movie, it's this yes he's knew this was he was he was afraid this was coming and then here's the shot we both love uh it's it's this uh two shot coming up i love it right i connect the buyer and the seller where is it there that oh my god fantastic it, and it marries the two of them in such a great way puts her in the foreground all of these shots are about power dynamic as much as they are about uh you know here it is right here it's ethan realizing I'm had, I'm but he had. has to keep going. He can't. We don't dwell on the moment. But I love how she just leans. She, yes. she just knows. just knows. It's like show him. I'm drawing you in. Oh, and you remember this? 
we had three plutonium cores at the yes. beginning of the movie. Yes. And we had two plutonium cores at the end. And that's why. And we were driving ourselves crazy going, well, what <laughs> happens to the other plutonium core? And people kept saying, well, just get rid of the plutonium in the beginning. I'm like, no, you have to have Mecca, the Vatican, and the Temple Mount. And we came up with the idea of the core as a down yeah. payment days before we shot this scene. And that took us to, this was, uh, when I when I wrote the breakout scene, you were the one that said, remember, in mission, it's always about showing what was supposed to happen. And these scenes, what we call a what if, they always happen with narration over them. They yes. always happen with Ethan in a room or Benji in a room Dude, saying, here's what you, we're I going to do. I love the design of this. And it you. tells you that it's safe. It tells but, you that it's not really happening. Look at this shot. Look at your whole design. We rehearsed this at uh, a track mm -hmm. out in France. And your whole idea was this. Uh, and you'll remember that when we, we were in Paris and we were being very sensitive to, uh, to Paris with our, with our presence there, there were paparazzi across the river taking pictures of us shooting. We were there for several days and yeah. within an hour of your showing up, you're seeing images of your own movie online. And this we were supposed to shoot first. And yep. you came up to me and said, we're gonna be killing all these cops and there's people across the street watching. What do we do? And you remember we shot the other part of the scene yes. first. We shot part two as yes. part one and the next morning we came in and Martin Smith put silk up along the entire side of the bridge so everything you're looking at is actually added in post and that's why there's this eerie light it's the sunlight is coming in through 300 feet of silk so that no one in Paris would know that this scene yes. was being shot there because we didn't want to we didn't want people seeing us I didn't want people, killing police no and I didn't want that's not what the movie's about and it's 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 the exact opposite, and, and the, I didn't want that for France. Yep, we didn't want it. You know, no, we knew. Really we said, in, we said, well, eventually uh, they'll know it wasn't real. But yes, it's but, going to be. But a we year. don't want to wait. And also, with the mission movie, we come in. We want to celebrate the culture, celebrate the town, the city, yes. the people, and that's the purpose why we went to France. And uh, and it was wonderful. You and, saw the thing. You oh saw God! And yes, you, and none of the guns had any blanks, you no. remember? And the explosion wasn't yes. there. It was all added later. We shot it silently. And we shot that gunfight entirely under the nose of everybody yes. above us. And nobody ever knew it was taking place until they saw the film. And the music in that scene, oh, it's worth it. going back and listening to. It's Lorne Balfe's, the, the first piece of music that really resonated. He sent us a whole bunch of music. And that piece is playing over your dream at the beginning. Yep. It's playing over that scene, and it became... It's haunting, and it's, it's so big. Oh, it's lovely. I and love it's a completely original what, piece of music that Lauren, came to represent... Lauren, thank you for what you did. It's yeah, just Lauren, amazing. really phenomenal. And you guys work so well together, McHugh. I had such you a great time working with Lauren. brilliantly. He, uh... The he, surprises that you would send me as I, you know... Yeah. As you're editing a go, and I'd send me those surprises uh, daily. I just look, like, oh my gosh, this is just amazing. And this was originally not a hard cut. This was originally a long establishing shot, and there was more dialogue at the top of the scene. Great shot. And we were, oh, that's, it's a, you, we, and, and you're talking about, it's like six o'clock in the morning. You had to go there. You only had about uh, an hour to shoot the, the establishing shots of the scene before you went into close coverage, and we could hide that the sun was coming up. So all of these close shots were, and you can see in the background, the sun is starting to come up on the stones behind Angela. Oh, this is beautiful. We were racing to get out of there before it was in direct sunlight. This is at the Trocadero where we had yes, our premiere. we had, had our premiere. premiere. Congratulations. That was oh, such a great night. Thank you. Congratulations Look how to you beautiful too. France looks. Look how oh, beautiful Paris. Oh, it's, my gosh. It's not hard it. to make look Paris no. look good, I guess. But I thank you. <laughs> thank you, Paris. Thank you, France, for trusting us.
Yes. For allowing us to shoot at these little uh, locations to celebrate you. For allowing us to fly over the city, for allow- yes. giving us all the street closures. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really incredible. And and they, they were they, they, they were incredibly gracious, very trusting. And uh and and we, we, we I don't think we damaged too much of the city. No, no. I think nothing. We were, no, we didn't damage anything. No. We left was, some, we left some rubber and, marks on the street. Yeah, it was some rubber. I was very nervous driving past those uh, churches, 14th century, 15th century. <laughs> I was like, I am not going to drift into one of these walls. That is not going to happen. <laughs> this would be so bad. <laughs> this would be so bad. I would feel horrible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this great moment for Henry. And it's yes. one in which Henry is I agree. talking about, it, it, Walker is talking about Ethan, but he's really talking, talking about, about himself. himself. And it's it's the only insight into it. And what I what I love it kind of goes back to you and I talked about it. Uh, Mission one. Yes. You know. Yes. That inspired that's right. this kind of moment. That's right. And this and the notion that this movie gets away with things that I never thought we would. Were there's no point in the movie where Ethan explicitly explains the plot of the movie to the audience, and that's without that, it's it's a very dangerous dance because until Ethan says it. The audience is is not reconciled. We 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 notice that an audience in when we're testing the movie, they're always trying to th- outthink and outsmart Mission Impossible. Yes. And until Ethan says it, it's not true. Um, it's very interesting. Sometimes we try to allow others to have that. Yes. And, but and, you and it I always comes like, back to if Ethan doesn't say it. Well, because Mission's all about fooling you, and it's like until Mission until Ethan tells you the truth, this is all lies. Yeah. It's all just a web of lies. This sequence, oh, um, this opening shot. Come on, this I love was, this introduction oh. of a character. Talk about introduction, the reintroduction of Lane. Seeing where he is, and the 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 the, the difficulty that oh. that uh, one has flying over Paris is restricted airspace. It was very generous of us to of them to let us yes. shoot there. And we landed at the uh, the building yeah. that. And you remember these shots were all done months later on yes. stage. We were in. We, we had such limited time in Paris. We had to choose our shots very carefully, and so the first time you saw this sequence cut together, there was nothing of Ethan in the in the truck, right? So yeah. it, you you felt the action sequence, but what was really interesting is you felt no character, and just these few close-ups of Ethan in that truck as the motorcade is coming, it suddenly made it. It, yeah. it suddenly gave stakes to the scene. What I love is in, in a, this scene actually obeys a real 360-degree yes. geography. That's you and Lane real. are actually looking at each other yes. in, in real he geography. he is in that helicopter. Yes. They, he, that was shot in the helicopter. Those are real French special forces who come with the helicopter. Incredible, incredible uh, yeah. guys. It's a great box set. You get like the helicopter, those, the French I know. special forces. And the helicopter, forces. he couldn't bring all the weight on it because the structure, so we had to keep it just a little off. It yeah, was it was flying. weighted for four tons, and I think that helicopter was 14. Yes. And no helicopter had ever landed on that helipad. And that's the Ministry of Finance, which is... Uh, thank you for allowing us to do yes, that, Ministry of Finance. Thank you. Look at this. I love all this stuff. Look at him. He's fantastic in this. Oh, he's Look extraordinary. This. Yeah. And then here you go. This shot was on a stage done a year later. This was on location. And you remember, this was really the first day of you and Henry working together. Yes, and, and we're finding we're finding the characters. We didn't really know who Walker was I know, was didn't yet. know who Walker was. And then he just started doing it. You'd go, uh, uh. When, he, go, when he goes, oh, he's like, you're the one who caught him with a smile on yes. his face. And I, I, said, went, I said, go home tonight yes. and watch. Holy shit. Uh, it happened one night and yes. Gone with the Wind. I said, you're, you're Clark Gable. Yes. And then, and, and 
and we started talking about actors from another era. Yes. And there, and you see that that smile he's got, and yep. the confidence yeah, yeah. he had. Henry starts to become. Yes. He shows elements that he's a little bit of a rake. Yes. All of that was we, we, we was we, just discovering on this day when we started going through it. And also, you see the mannerisms that Henry brings to it, mm -hmm. just the bruteness, the kind of you see he's he's a brutal kind of fighter, a brutal kind of guy. Just how yes. he how he cracks his neck, you know, yes. just stretches his neck right before he's going to go. He's just but like not a gorilla. No. He's no, really he's no, this No, he isn't. There's there's an elegance, there's it's very interesting. Yes. And we uh here's the lovely Rebecca Ferguson again. We it was all of this was worked out in this geography and we had we shot it over two Sundays. Chris, the design of this is fantastic. Oh, again, the length uh the depth, the trains, the, the motion. <laughs> it was it's just the choice of locations, how you shot it. When I saw this, you know, I was just, I was, I'm so, I, I never tire of looking at these shots. And look at this, the design. You come over, here she is. It's all of this You're is just about, wondering who is that? You yes. have, and you, you know, have so you know much going on. You know who it is, but you don't. But you don't. Yeah. And it's taking your time, allowing the audience to absorb that now. it's. Perfect shot to have that here. And Again. a shift in Lauren's score. When the truck tips yep. over, it stops being the mission theme and it tells you now and that it's on. you discovered Way right late. at the end. Way as you late. just kept honing the music and honing the story. Uh, well, and a big Incredible thing, work. A, a big thank you. A big thing about this sequence is the, the sound design and the music and how they're mixed together. We, we were getting a lot of notes that the sequence was too long and we couldn't understand why and we realized that the music and the and the that and the, moment there the, yeah it's Henry. great the music great. that it was all coming at kind of the same volume and you were exhausted by the time you got here yes and we still had a whole chase here. yes you were already your ears were punished and so we spent days mixing this sequence so that it was it was right to the edge but never too far and you had to pick your moments when did music matter when did sound matter when did they both matter together yep. And this so, is look at this. All this here, Sean in there. Yeah, caged in. Caged in in a great rig built by Neil Corbold, um, our amazing, fantastic. Uh, Been wanting to work with him forever, team. and finally had this opportunity to work together. This rig too. That was a, there's a rig that had casters underneath it. You remember? And yeah, it was impossible would, to control. <laughs> it would blow as I was just going out to help me make that turn. This hurt. Oh, these guys coming out like that. That hurts. Yes. And. Uh, and we shot this um, on a really sunny day, and this we shot on a tank at Leavesden. These were all things we couldn't do in the same That's river. a tank. There's a tank. That's near That's Neil Corbel's right rig, which is yep. revolving at 180 degrees. And look at that. The water comes in. Sean had to do that several times. And then look, it's pouring rain. And you and and I was remember we were shooting I it. I was agonizing. I know. And we kept wiping off the windshield. Nobody notices. No. Nobody cares. Just, if you're on story. That's exactly it. And here's Simon, Simon Pegg, who Simon learned how to, Pegg learned how to swim, swim with a rebreather. Yep. Got certified in a rebreather. He's certifiable anyway. Yes. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Love him. And uh, that was again, that was again, bef right before it started raining. Oh, I know. All the cars coming in. And then this alley. Now, uh, it's a very alley, old alley. Part of the alley I'm driving into. Yes. And I just, 
I did want to hit the walls. I'm going in fast. Yes. I did not want to touch those walls. No, it was so and bad. We had and, to and, build out. Well, and then to wedge the truck oh. in there, they weren't going to give us the permission. So I said, well, what would it take for them to give us permission? They said, well, they don't want that truck coming down the alley. And I said, well, what if we did it in a way that the truck doesn't have to go down the alley? And so that's me going. That's in. him going in. And then all of this we did. We did later. Um, and, and we built on the back lot this right here. We built that so that we could wedge it without damaging the old architecture. And remember the first time Henry kicked the windshield? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he kicked it and it just and it went just, flying out in one kick. It flew down the alley. I was like, hey, Superman, <laughs> try to make it yeah, look hard. Exactly. It's, yes. Give it some effort. <laughs> and this was the, this was the beginning of, of our, you know, things going wrong for Ethan. And, and all of it, of course, is the necessity of yep. we got to separate these two guys. Um, oh, this is high speed. And you and and the alley, that, that it actually does. It's not an alley. It's a brick wall. And you remember you had to take off oh, and stop high before speed you hit the and wall. Then stop. And we added the alley later. Yep. And then this is you just headed in the opposite direction. Yep. And and this Benji, is Benji Simon learning the boat. Yep. Okay, not as easy as it looks. I just want to tell you. Definitely not. And and when we and it was the sort of thing that our we, you know we had our heads down and we were shooting so quickly that it wasn't until Paris was done that we were like this scene had boats and trucks and cars and motorcycles and helicopters. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Trains. I know. It was. I love that train. Oh, I love that train. Tommy Gormley, our amazing AD, had timed the trains and knew when they were coming and knew when knew to it. call action. And then here we go. You were supposed to have speed. a rig. Yeah. There was a safety, safety rig so that Tom wouldn't have to drive on these cobblestones uh, on, a, on a motorcycle whenever. with no helmet. The rig failed, and this was the first day. I said, "What do you want to do?" And you said, "My brother, we got to shoot." <laughs> you got on the helicopter, <laughs> on the motorcycle, it took off. So we're gonna go like hell, man. And that's it. And this, the, the whole design of the motorcycle chase, chase went out the window on day one, and we went to old school, practical. We're doing it all for High real. High speed. Yeah. No helmet. No helmet. No stuntmen. Averaging the, stunt you know, drivers in these in these cars. Yep. But these cars coming yeah. in, boom. And Lauren's score. It's fantastic. It's Me coming fantastic. down through here, hammering. I'm this hammering is the Rue d'Opera, and we shot this on the same day. That Rue d'Opera is where I had the idea for the opera. Yes, house. that Rue d'Opera is that inspired the opera house for Rogue Nation. For Rogue Nation. I love that. I Little. love that we were coming back to that. This is high speed. I'm driving in between these cars at high speed. That was scary it's uncomfortable <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable i mean when we finish this day you'll see there's just we're all high-fiving each other that i'm still oh my god, oh god. and then here's the cobblestones are cold which we shot the same morning yep cobblestones are cold it's due i'm just i'm hanging on to this bike as best i can keeping the speed up cars coming at me you i'm saying wiped out. i'm saying please just don't hit hold me. your line and don't hit me just don't try to avoid me. I'll avoid you. And I and I just going full tilt through here as fast as I possibly can. Now, sharper eyes will notice that the sun is rising yeah. in those early shots. They gave us the Arc de Triomphe for two hours at dawn. And by the time the sun came up, we had 90 minutes to shoot. So any attempts of making that safer and easier for you or waiting for the cobblestones to warm up, that wasn't an option. No, we, we just got, had to go. Yeah, and we so got I all had, of that in 90 minutes. I had minutes. bikes with tires warmed up. Oh, oh, catapult. Oh, and uh, everybody asks how we do that. Um, we do it.
Tom is on a catapult rig Ow. that hits that car and throws him over it. It's a it's a pretty painful stunt. And um, that's not acting. <laughs> Take the credit. Take the credit. You're a brilliant actor. <laughs> I love this shot, man. Lots of discussion as to which angle will they How see the net. It. How to reveal it. Yeah. Look, I love this moment, McHugh. This is this is pure McQuarrie right here. This what, and Just, you remember I was thinking, I thought I love that look between the And it these was guys. originally that Fang music. And, the music that was playing yes. over the the, the, the Lorne music that was playing Dude. over the what if sequence, and it was very emotional. It worked very effectively here, and at the last minute, <sighs> you changed said, it, which is like McHugh. I it, love this cue. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite cues in the movie. Lorne did this in an hour, and it was so fantastic. And it gave the whole movie. It what it does is it we 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 were so in love with that other piece of music, we lost sight of what mission is, which is pulling the rug out. Yep, and. And what we were leaning into was the regret that Ethan had in having to do this mission. Yes. And it's like, no, they won. Let's give let's give them that. And it's and it's much more effective. And I love that you took out all the sound. It's just the music. You did a brilliant job on this mix, McHugh. It just keeps it. It's like it, and you feel the team. I love Simon did this. It's like looking at him. It's like okay, he's good. It's all That's the communication Walker. and a whole thing of the team has been introduced with no now this no waste moment. of time. And this is Alex Benichek. Who is just this phenomenal, phenomenal actor? Uh, the, this scene was originally written as you and a man, and you read the script and said, "Make it a woman. It'll be a lot more impactful if it's a woman." And, and you made her. She's just a traffic doing traffic, yeah. you know, cop, and it's just wrong place, wrong time. And it's no, that is not a reference to Pulp Fiction. Everybody asks me that. What? No. It's Ving with really? holding a guy with a hood on his head. They're oh. like, "Is that a reference to the Gimp and Pulp Fiction?" No, it is I not. I never thought of that. Uh, and she's so wonderful in the scene. And a lot of what we did, a lot of the dialogue, we did in post. You remember? Yes. The, some of the off-camera lines. And this shot of Henry, we to add tension to the scene, we added uh, this shot right here. That was shot months yep. later. And because I, I, I kept watching the scene and feeling like there's no danger in the scene. On, uh, before and you the want shot. to feel it come from Walker, you're constantly hitting. Look and I'm that. thinking it was Walker. Now, we, we haven't had this in later. a mission before. This whole story and what you've done by putting this emotion in here, McHugh, I, I absolutely love it. I, oh, thank it's, you. It's so... It, you're just telling people in a way there's, there's consequences. Yes. There's consequences. It's like, this is, this is dangerous. Uh, the this, the things... whole intention was that Ethan... The notion of the, the, the one life over millions and not wanting anyone to get hurt, and it's not clean. It no. costs. It's and it makes it. It's not easy, and that's um, that's a great response. You know, great reaction by Simon going. You know, it's a, Simon, the mission team. Simon they're not killers. The, the, they're, no. they're trying to do. It's the least amount of damage. Well, it goes back to mission one. It goes yes. back to you grabbing the knife with John Renault and saying zero body count. Zero body count. And and not wanting that to, uh, you know, and, and never wanting there to be casualties. And I thought, let's just, it's, I want all of this to cost Ethan. And I want, I want and, and, and how far can we, can we take that? Uh, and then, and then when your suggestion was make it a woman, I was like, really? You want to leave a woman behind? That's really a little hard. And you were like... If it's it's hard. It's hard. It's 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 it's. It's he can't fix everything. Yes. And you're feeling that like he saved her. First, I love this car. When he chose this car, 
<coughs> you chose this car. I'm so glad we have. It's Paris. Look, we love Rendezvous. McHugh and I, yes. we, we love movies. We watch movies all the time. Check we, it out. Our, it's our Claude Lelouch's Rendezvous. And so the thing is, is that it's also, you know, our, our whole homage, you know, and, and a classic, mm -hmm. gorgeous city. You want a classic car. Yes. The green... You know, the green was um, you, you remember oh, Graham, who, yes. who does our vehicles. He brought a BMW that's slightly older than this one, and it was that color. Oh, and fantastic. Peter Wenham, our production designer, he said, "But that's it's retirement green. It's like your it's like your father's BMW." I said, "Exactly, exactly. It's great. It's and a, look at this. Yeah, this car has no ego. No, it's, not, it's a no. It's just we're saying this is." It was so much fun to drive that car. Yeah, it's not a flashy. It the, it's not. No. A, it's a, it's a strangely non-flashy, no. very conservative car. It's got a lot of power, held the road well, and oh. I just in Paris driving. Look, look, at, look what it looks like. It just looks right. You look like it just pulls me into the movie. It's it, it pulls me into the movie. Yes, it's and I'll tell you why. It's character. We had some pushback because they were like, "We don't you want a newer car?" We're like, "No, this is the movie, man. This is character. This it, is it's timeless. Yes, and more important, classic. Newer cars, because of all the safety equipment in the newer cars, the way they're designed, the windshields are sloping. They're smaller. It's actually harder to see. Yes. And I wanted the car with the biggest possible engine and the biggest possible windshield. And that's how we ended up with that car. And then, of course, oh, so Graham brought us the green one. It was like, oh, this thing is so great. I had so much fun driving through all of this stuff. Look this, at this. This is Jenny Tinmouth, who oh. is driving the uh, motorcycle. She also did Rebecca's uh, doubling on Rogue Nation. Love drifting around that. Yeah, Jenny's She genius. is a two-time champion of the Man TT, yep. which is the hardest, most dangerous motorcycle race in the world. And, and the awesome. loveliest person. Yep. <laughs> like, and she's a total killer on the bike. Now, here's, I just didn't want to crash and, and hit any of these things. Now, yes. we only had a few cars, so I had to do that move and <laughs> dance it off the stairs. Everyone was like, how do we do it? I said, I've got it. I'll go off backwards. They were like, what? Well, no, you said, I know what's wrong. I'll go off faster. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's going, no, 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 please don't. And you were like, I got it. I got it. I'll go off faster. And you were originally supposed to go Sideways. the other direction. Yes. And we realized, oh, if you overturn it, you'll stick the landing. This location, oh. the French were very nervous about giving us this, and thank you to the city of France for giving us that. Uh, and again, Jenny, this is incredibly this. dangerous. She has to get up to speed and has to stop in time. It was really difficult to do. And this was a moment. This was one of the earliest moments oh. we talked about in the movie. In fact, breaking lane out, we talked about in... In Rogue Nation. That's right. During the That's very right. last nights That's of Rogue right. Nation. Yes, yes, yes. We were talking about breaking him out and yes. how we're going to do it. Because Sean Harris was so upset that he wasn't he wasn't going to be killed because he, he only wanted to do one yeah, movie. Yeah, Sean Harris, who plays Lane. Yes. He's like, he, I only want to do one movie. Promise me you'll kill promise me. Promise me you'll kill me. And then at the end of Rogue, we couldn't figure out how to kill him and realize it's not the right thing to do. Yes. And then he was like, oh, my God. And 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 Don Granger, <laughs> the producer, said, oh, you don't have to worry. Sean's, Sean's character is never coming back. And I said, well... Unless Ethan needs to break him out to accomplish his next mission. Yes. Don said, oh, my God, oh, my God, I want to see that movie. <laughs> yes. And I ran to you. You were in your trailer. Sean was waiting to shoot the scene where he's chasing you. And I went to your trailer and I said, Tom, I've got this great idea. And you turned around and said, I got to break Lane out in the next movie. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? He said, I've been thinking about it all night. What else are we going to do with him? So I said, great, let's go tell Sean. <laughs> and he was like, you bastards. I'm never going to get out of here. Now, this location is on the other end of the alley where we shot 
the plutonium scene at the really. beginning of the movie. It was all in the same location. And for all these tech, we kept having uh, we had a camera issue and a focus issue, and we kept having to go back. We actually shot this scene three times. Uh, yeah, we had focus problems. We had to reshoot, unfortunately. Yeah, Sean's close up. But the value of that was it it allowed us each time to get deeper into the scene. And you find remember different things. The first time we shot it, and this is my credit goes to you. The first time we shot it, he said he doesn't say you should have killed me until Walker picks him up. And you watched the scene and you went, I think we should move that line sooner. That's the line that gets Ethan, is the line from the dream, and we're we're losing it by having it come later in the scene. And so we went back and reshot it, and you and we reshot your performance. And it's to to your credit, Tom Cruise. That's Tom Cruise, very generous. No, Tom Cruise, big movie star. You know, and it's you know this Mission Impossible, it's his franchise. And only two times in the all the years that I've worked with you have you ever come into the editing room and gone, "I gave you something better, man." And it was this: you came in and you were like, "I gave a very subtle reaction," and you were like, "No, dude, he's freaking me out." Like, I gave you a better reaction than that. I was like, "What?" And I went in and I pulled up all the takes, and I was like. Oh, he actually did. And I was like, to your credit, it's like you're it's it's, it's you're not the kind of guy who comes in. And you, no, interestingly enough, you got great taste. You well, but you, but you are also you will often say, I acted it. I can't, I can't judge it objectively. It's you, hard for me to feel to be the effect of my cause. That's <laughs> <laughs> right there. Boom. You were like, yeah. no, dude. I and 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 you had and so we recut the scene so that you were more distracted and looking away more. And it affected, it radiated out and affected the whole cut of the scene. And you hear the music. I love the music and his performance here. Yes. good And there's the movie and there's the story. What I love is you see his performance in Rogue and then you see him here. You yes. see that, the change. The change that, that he brings. Yes. And Sean, who is, is a very gifted actor, and not an actor who wakes up in the morning dreaming about being in big Hollywood movies. Sean, when we would say to him, this is for the trailer, Sean. Yeah. He'd be like, ah, oh, he's like, you didn't want to hear it. I was he like, it. come on, man, go for it. Let's go. Go for it. Be the villain, man. And come he's on. trying to bring something authentic. And we're like, it's it's time to be in a movie, Sean. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and right here is where he originally said it. Yes. And he said, you should have killed me, Ethan, and pulled him away. And here, Walker said... I can As kill they're them walking all. away, there was a shot where he and it said, I could kill them all. And we can walk away we can right walk now. Away. And he says, death is too good for Hunt. We got rid of that. This is the first scene we shot with New. Yes. With Vanessa. Look at We're finding the character because really we're discovering like what. Why not say that? And, and, and you, you, this was earlier in the story when we were playing with this idea that the movie was about how you were going deeper and deeper into a hole as John Lark. Yes to get what you were really yes. after. And Ethan was forced to become more of a villain to catch the villain. And we were gonna play it that way. And you had a whole character you yep. were playing. And Vanessa, when she showed up, the dynamic between the two of you changed. Do you remember? Yes. And suddenly the scene started to become more authentic. Yes. And as a result, I'm actually more connected to Ethan yes. in this scene. I'm feeling his vulnerability. And thank God we discovered, we just went with what felt right. Yep. Even though we thought the story was going somewhere else. It's just the scene was better. And do you remember her, these moments, he's on his back foot. Look at the power that she has. Yes. The comfort and confidence that she has. 
And, and remember, we played different versions. We're finding it and stuff yeah. where it's... And, and she she's was just having looking more fun at it, it's like, and being more flighty. And we were like, no, you should yeah. be should be threatening, but not mean. No. There's not nothing malicious. It's just, I don't know what's going on in her head. She's just a, she's a dangerous You wrote person. this line, and you're going to bring her to me. I love this. I'd hate for her to come between us. And... We She's sit, we, so good in we this. We felt like we owed a payoff to this. Yes. And we agonized about yes. it. Yes. And we were thinking, well, this whole movie has to boil down to a conflict between her and her and Ilsa. And we realized that's not really the conflict of the movie. This moment, this kiss was I love this because it's first of all, I love the thing her line about family. What are you gonna do? And yes. I love this kiss like I owned you. It's yes. not like She's achieved what she set out yes. to do, and there's more coming. And there's more coming, and, and that kiss is, I own you. And I love, you know, we're finding it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're finding that where it's not flirty. It's... It's dangerous. You're mine. And now this... Oh, this, I love. This, I love. you son of a bitch. You were like, <laughs> you know what? Before this scene, there should be a scene where she's following me, and I get the drop on her. I'm like, I don't have time for that. I don't just... I just want to get to the scene. And this whole location is right next to where Jenny was driving down that colonnade. Yes, so and, and I and I went there with, with, with an hour and walked around and found this choreography and I'm so glad we did it. So thank you. Because what's beautiful is look at her performance that you have too. It's it has a yearning. It's a it's she's she has a problem. And yes. it's a problem in conflict with Ethan's. Yes. And the other beautiful and a thing yearning that she just has, there's a romance. There's yes. some there's an emotion there that you feel and they're that, trapped and they, in a maze. They're trapped. And I love your design of this because it's, here's the problems. It's like, here are these obstacles that we have and will we ever connect, And you know? Yes. And can we see the forest for the trees? Yes. And the interesting thing about this, all of which there's, there's something that Tom has said more than once, which is I'd rather be lucky than good. She's wearing green, you're wearing green. We're, we have all this beautiful green. None of this was planned no. before we shot it. She chose that outfit and you chose that suit separate of each other when you did the White Widow scene, which was yes, a week Yes, and I remember I didn't before. like the suit at the beginning. And then you're like, we went the day before. I said, for, keep it. Keep telling I said, keep it. I was like, I <laughs> Jeffrey, thank you very much. Our, Jeffrey Curlin, our costume designer. Because fantastic, fantastic guy. And then look Genius. at that. Look at thank it. You, it Jeffrey. all looks like design. Yes. And it's actually the movie gods uh, smiling on us. Right down to Rebecca's eyes, your eyes. There's it, it was it was look at that the lighting, yeah. And and by the way, some of that is natural light, and a lot of that is Martin Smith, our yeah. gaffer, and Rob Hardy, as as the light was changing throughout the day. Yeah, uh, tricky. You know, he, he, a scene takes a minute to watch, but it takes all day to shoot, and the sun is uh, very uncooperative in that regard. And and we, we always wanted someone like Ingrid Bergman. Yes, you know what I mean. That's yeah. that was who we wanted. Always. She has a timeless vulnerability, and, and she has the, the great it that, that, that an actor like Rebecca has is, I don't know what she wants, but I want, I want her, her to get, to get it. it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Whatever it Boy, is she, she wants. she just draws you right in. She really does. She's very strong that way and very trusting. And yes. You know, the, the, our dynamic, many people have pointed out, we, we've made so many movies together and, 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 and are after so much of the same thing that 
a lot of times we've had the conversation without actually articulating yes. it. And, yes. and Rebecca is often like, there going, you know, no one understands what you're doing except you. Can you, guys, you just, just tell me. Yes, please. but she never gets frustrated no. by it. She's just great. No. It's like, okay, boys, boys, just, come back to earth. Tell okay, me what's going let on. Let me in. Let me in. And originally here... At the end of this scene, there was another scene of, to remind you of Angela Bassett and Alec Baldwin, who had been out for a while. And as we were going to, as we were compressing the, uh, the, the scene, as we were compressing the movie to make the movie shorter, I experimented with lifting that scene out. And another thing that's going on in this scene is that same music is playing over the wedding. But now what's playing, we've taken out all the high strings. And now it becomes this more, same music, but more emotional. And as you walked away, this dissolve that originally took us to a scene about you takes us into this dream. And this was Rob Hardy and I. We came to work that day going, we have had no time to plan this dream. And it was originally it was in a black space and she came out of darkness and you came out of darkness. So we didn't know how to actually shoot that with the elements we had. And this is all leftover stuff from... From the, the Grand Palais. That was fantastic. That was just sitting on the stage. I, know. I showed up on the set. I'm like, what? what the hell are we doing? What are you doing? You guys just like, <laughs> you guys threw this together in about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. It was, and I was literally like, trust 20 me. minutes. Trust me. I was like, this it's going to be cool. It's awesome. going to be cool. And it is. Oh, it's this whole section. And then to wake up, and it's another rule we've broken in Mission Impossible. Yes. We've jumped ahead to another place before we've established it. Yeah. And you come out of it going, how much of this has been a dream? It was a really impactful cut that we discovered in the editing room and just went with. This we shot right next to St. Paul's, yep. shot it in about half an hour. Same day. Yeah. And uh, this is Gosh, one of I my favorite the... cues in the entire movie. But also structurally taking Angela out, I love this cue. I, I love this cue, I love the shot that's coming up, by the way. Oh, well, all of this business, I'm feeling the team. Yes. But nothing is stopping. No. And I'm feeling all of their collaboration together and the choreography is excellent. I love this, how the lights go on. Oh, uh, And Pennington. revealing, bringing in Alec. We had a whole, we don't have enough time to talk about it, we had a whole different story point that we were going to go through here, but then having Alec here. That's right. It was going to go someplace else entirely, and the movie was struggling to get there. Yep. And interestingly, Alec in the um, in the wide shot there was not holding the, on, the, the, the dossier. Do you remember? Yeah. We moved on to the closer yes. shot, and I went, oh my God, I forgot the dossier. Yes. We'll fix it later. And they put it in his hand yes. digitally later. Perfect. <laughs> so much fun. And all of this, we, we oh. you remember, we had to shoot this location. We had oh no my time. My foot, my ankle, I couldn't even walk. This was we'd done the running. We did the, the day running, before. The day before, and I couldn't walk. In any of these things, I couldn't literally couldn't walk. Like in between takes, I'm sitting down. So here, Tom has a broken foot and had finished the foot chase the day before, and Alec <laughs> is overdue <laughs> for a double hip replacement. <laughs> <laughs> to come and shoot this scene. So the both of you are out of your minds in pain. pain. <laughs> and, and by the way, it's, to understand the pain of a hip replacement, it is like having oh. a knife stuck in your hip before, when, you're, when your hip is given out like that. And Tom is absolutely blind with pain. He, was, he had finished the foot chase on an ankle that he had broken five months before. Yes. And that's why I blocked the scene like, the way that exactly, I did. Exactly. I, I was like, okay, I got an exactly. idea. How about you don't walk in this yes, scene? Yes, exactly. <laughs> How about the whole scene happen around you? Let me lean you? on the table. <laughs> please, just anything to support oh, myself. Yes. And this location we had in our pocket. Oh, it's a great location. And we never knew what scene we were going to shoot. Didn't we know about we this were. location in Rogue? 
Yes. We find, so we yes. read about this location on Rogue Nation. We did. And you had to design this and the entire gunfight. On the morning. On the morning. I, and again, because our schedule is so compressed and because we were just, we were still figuring out the story, the story where are we? right what's... up until days before we did it. Your performance here is great. This is, and what's lovely about this scene is, and Eddie Hamilton watching it, he was going, but they would already know this information. And I'd look at him and say, yes, Eddie. And he goes, oh, I get it. Okay. That this is all for all Walker's per- benefit. It's all, all real. It's all true emotion, but it's all a performance. Yes. And and Eddie was so caught up in the scene that he kept saying, why would Hunley be telling them this if they already know? <laughs> I know. So you see the second time yes. how we're all performing. Everything is for Walker. And here's, here's um, this is why you, why you have Alec Baldwin. He's so good. Oh, this guy just brings such gravity to everything that you do. And and again, you remember, this scene was originally written as him coming to help you. And I realized there's no conflict in the scene. Nope. And when we changed that, when we turned it into this battle, now two things I got to give credit to Alec Baldwin for. Alec said, uh, he, he said, I have one request if I'm going to do another one. I said, what? And he goes, I want to die. Yes, sir. I want to die helping Ethan. And then in this, yeah, scene, and on the day, I said, okay, so Ethan's going to pull a gun on you and they're going to take you into another room. And he goes, why? That's like another half a page of dialogue of why are you pointing a gun at me, Ethan? He goes, just take a needle and jab it in my neck. And I was like, wait, we have a needle. We established it yes. at the beginning of the movie. And, the- and that's, that's the kind of collaboration you get out of Alec Baldwin. He's, he's on story. Yes. And he's, and he's like, look, if it gets me out of the scene faster, if it makes the story better, make the story better. Uh... And also, it meant he didn't have to walk around on his no on his hips. <laughs> but he just also understands story and understand this movie so well yes. that he was able to. I mean, look at the stuff that he brings. Yes, uh, and this we'll go whole that. scene was shot over two days. All this dialogue took so long because of all the coverage, and and all the little bits of storytelling that are required, and. Uh, and uh, this is something I love your performance in this and, and Alec too Thank you. Yeah. Rob Hardy um, who loves to shoot in wide lenses he loves to so for people who don't understand focal length a wide lens is, is like a, a, is like the human eye and a long lens is, has a much softer background and Rob had started to get more comfortable with long lenses and he shot this entire yes. scene on one long lens, even the wide shots. It's what gives it this unique look. And when I came to the location, I said, we're going to have all these pages of dialogue here. When the gunfight starts, the environment needs to change because we've had this motif of evolving, Yep. but we can't leave the space. So let's turn off all the lights. And Rob and Martin Smith, were the gaffer, were absolutely horrified because they said, well, well, then it's going to be dark. And I said, no, you remember when we came and scouted this location, there were these two construction lights, and it was the only light in the space. Now, what if we have these emergency lights come on? And that changed, that changed the whole space without really changing it. Um, it was a fantastic idea. Because you feel this progression in story and visual and I, progression. And I wouldn't have thought of it if those construction lights hadn't been on. Um, That's making movies. You have to be able to relax. It's intense, 
but you have to be able to relax and know a good idea. Relax and don't get comfortable. Exactly. Relax and get to relax. a place where you're just like, I'm looking don't get at the space. But see, try, you've got to be in present time, seeing what you're seeing, seize opportunities, and seize mistakes and turn them into opportunities. That's exactly, <laughs> and yes, and accept disaster. Yes. It's, you got to welcome chaos because it's yes. coming one way or another as this movie proved. And here, so, so this, uh, here's a shot done in camera. Yes. Uh, we used a motion control camera so that you could do the same shot two times. And we, we, we are always trying to find a fun way to do the mass gags that isn't CG. And none of this required any CGI whatsoever. That shot's all done practically. And it's just a simple split screen. It's one of the oldest techniques there is. And all this you of wrote this. right the morning. Yep. Right when we were, this yep. whole staging, it was just, how do we get out of here? The whole thing of how much do we see Lane? How do we not see Lane? And what's Lane's behavior? Yes, and if what's Lane Lane's behavior? Is, if Lane is Lane and not Simon, and you can see he's like handling him there, but wasn't handling him earlier. We played and with We have to all keep these... honest and then go, okay, we're going to be off. Yes. And Sean Harris, uh, in, 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 in the moment coming up, he said, um, he said, oh, here we are establishing, this is, this is all taking our time to establish this, to establish the knife. That was yep. the shot you kept saying, I want to see the knife. I want to know it's there. And I want to know, I, I want to tell the audience something's coming. So that even yeah. when Walker's been caught, he's still We know it's there. Still subconsciously thinking about the knife. Now look at this. This, uh, this scene is so much fun. This is so and much here's fun. Here's Sean. Playing Benji. Playing Benji. And he said, Playing Sean. He said, it's so much fun. Yes. And Sean's method was to say, well, I think I'm Benji now. And Benji thinks he's giving the performance of a lifetime. So he's overdoing it. Yes. And I said, Sean, no offense. You should overdo it more often. You're really good at it. You're really good at it. And you remember we shot a much longer scene yes. that explained the whole movie. And you didn't need it. Nobody, no. And nobody asked for it. No. But we made clear what everything, how did the plutonium end up there? That's the first swear word in the Mission Impossible movie. That is true. My apologies to, <laughs> all, to, the mothers the, to all the mothers and fathers out there who brought 12-year-old kids who didn't know that word. I'm sure there was at least one of them. I really like their performances. They came on this day, yeah, and they just, each take, they brought it. They brought Every it. Every take. I was so worried we'd be in so the cell fun. for a long time finding the scene. Oh, God, and we didn't have the time. Do you remember? Oh, they it was... crushed it. They crushed it. And when you have those moments, and there's one coming up later, which I'm going to point out involved in you. When you have those moments, when you have a complex scene in very little time. <laughs> look, look at Sean. His, like, yeah. Look at his eyes. <laughs> and there's the plot of the movie. The, plato the apostles will give you the plutonium. And people, I, I love that the response to this has been either, it's the most convoluted plot or it's the simplest plot. Yes, exactly. Depending on... Who reviews the movie? And okay, if now, hold it. I love this moment from Sean. Wait. I love this moment. Henry realizes Henry, yes, the audience. Like starting to and tremble. I like this, and I like his. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It is. I love the what. Yes. <laughs> when you wrote that line, it's just, look at him. It's just the job. No hard feelings. <laughs> Everybody here oh. was having fun. And okay, this now, moment, Alec. Alec, improvised line. That was improvised as well. And it was, again, yeah, just Alec, what he brings to it. Just having so much fun playing this having, character and being in the movie. And the audience have, oh. are in the palm of his hand. Every time I've watched this oh. movie with a crowd. They just, and I, I, you just love it. And the choice Lorne made here, this music 
It's, it's the end of a movie. Yes. It's it's and it was a really bold one. And you remember we pulled it back a little bit. Yeah. Because it really felt like the end of the movie. <laughs> but, but, Sean. but it was a great it was a great <laughs> instinct of his to feel like it's all over and the this team. is what the movie was yes. about. You feel again, the team together. Again, you feel like okay. You're feeling delivery, and all yes. of this sense of delivery is give is bringing you to a to it's it's unpreparing you for what's, what's about to, to happen, and that's all very much that's that's a that's a calculation, and again, a sense of being surrounded, and, and you're looking very carefully. Um, Walker is not the one surrounded in that shot. He looks surrounded, but the truth of the matter is. The, the trap is actually going the other way. And you remember, we spent a lot of time about, well, where will the table yes. be? And where will where will they be standing? Yes. What's the depth of the space? It all radiates outward from this moment and everything it's very else. very tricky, him walk. Also, where is he walking from? Where is he walking from? You and I had oh God, too many discussions about what. <laughs> I don't know where I am in the space. Yes. And where is he walking from? Yep. He and we argued about which way. Yes. Which way we debated. Yes. Which way do they come from? Yes. Was he here? Was he there? And we, we ultimately wanted him to land in that space without too much shoe leather. And these shots of Angela, we stole in a scene oh. that we ended up cutting out of the movie. Uh, originally, she was just on the phone. This was tricky. This was the cue, See, the now design the of lighting, this? it becomes okay. enter the nightmare. And you'll notice all of the light is provided by flashlights or these bright lights that you're seeing in the background where everything becomes silhouette. Oh, man. We had to move those lights constantly. And when do you bring Ilsa in? We, At the, which point? That's right. You know, editorially and also getting these shots. And then... And I don't trust him. And making and Angela's agenda clear. Yes. Remember, we added a lot of the lines in post. Yes. So that you understood she was not in league with Walker. So people were starting to think they she were just, together. Yep. And that she's not. She's now got look her at own this. Agenda. Now he knows what's coming. Yes. Do you? And this is one of the earlier yeah. shots we designed in this in this sequence. Now, how much time to take to know this is going? And all of this was shot in a day. All of the gunfight, everything. We had no time. And it's little pieces, but oh they can't gosh. be cutting. And you remember, I said, oh. we don't have time. I'm going to do shaky cam. Yep. I'm going to get us out of here. It's going to be silhouettes and confusion. And I tried to do it. It didn't. And I simply couldn't. It didn't the camera work. just kept it, settling. It didn't work. It didn't work. It just didn't work. And, and we're like, okay, we have to stick with... Stick with what we know. And we just keep going. We're and, all just, let's go. We're in this area. Just look and, at that. And you guys had to leave this day early. To go to Graham Norton. Oh my gosh, that's right. Do you right. remember? So yes. we, we had extra that's right. pressure. Yes. Yeah. Here it is. Boom. Great performance. Fantastic. And all of this, all of this was 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 happening. Some of these shots where you're not in, you're already gone. You because you guys had to leave and yep. go to Graham Norton. It was all such chaos and little shots on the table that we got months later. But again, all of this was figured out, choreographed, and shot in a single day. And it was only from having experience of shooting gunfights that I had confidence to do it. But also, we'd never had a real gunfight in a mission movie. No. And had deliberately avoided it. Yep. You know, we're very sensitive to guns yep. and gun handling, but the movie was sort of saying, this is where it was going. This is where we needed to go for this one. Yes. And I love this. I love that the necessity provided us with. I was like that. That Luther ends up saving you. It yep. takes him into a different, a, a different place than we've seen him before. Sure. And then these moments with you guys are really nice. 
It was, and, and originally, you remember, we did it all silently. And you called me in the middle of the night. And the audience was saying, we want more of a moment between Ethan and Hunley. Yeah. They wanted him to say something. Yes. And we we're like, what's he going to say? It was going to be dread. And you called me in the middle of the night and you said, I know what it is. I know what it is. And it was go. And it worked beautifully. So Alec actually recorded that on an iPhone. <laughs> is that the final? Yeah. Is that the final? That's an he iPhone. He did an recording? iPhone. He did an iPhone recording. Right. He was in. He was in Long Island, I think, and he just he and he gave me several versions of go, and and emailed them to us. He texted it to. Uh, texted it to me. Oh. That's technology. That's amazing. Look at that. And again, the dynamic of Ethan. <sighs> Ethan saving Ilsa, and or Ilsa saving Ethan. And then Ethan yes. ultimately delivering Ilsa, the the, the 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 that motif that we brought back from from uh, we, Rogue Nation. And we wondered. I love this. The editing. They're already there. I wondered how. You know, yes. when we talked about it. How's the movie going to recover from Hunley's death? Is a broken ankle. Every time I look at this, I'm thinking, ow, 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 <laughs> ow. His right foot is broken in every shot of the foot chase except. Half of one shot, which I'll point out to you. Broken foot. St. Paul's Cathedral, thank you so much oh to gosh, everybody guys, at St. Paul's thank you. who let us do this. It was it's... an enormous act of good faith. And this shot here was originally coverage. We were gonna we were gonna cut from this shot. And when we watched it on the monitor, we realized it's the first part of a very gradual reveal of what's actually happening in the church. And we saw this and started laughing. Yes. And we said, Oh my god, this is and and most importantly, we debated wedding or funeral. Do you remember? Yes, yes. There was a lot of debate as to which one, which one it was going to be. And the funeral is what got you out of. It it helped the transition. It helped the audience. Yeah, that and frankly, first... it's a little more inappropriate. Yes. Broken foot. Ow. And Look at this. That Again, was not St. an easy Paul, shot to gorgeous get. Gorgeous location. Uh, and all of we these shots were shot later. At... Yes. Yes. Came up with this. Well, because again, you were every day you'd come to set and you'd be like, okay, what's Benji saying to me here? Let's And we would play with different things. So everything that you improvised to Benji, we then had to shoot. Yeah, you would later. throw me lines and we'd just keep playing. Yeah, we were just playing with what your conversation was. None of it was really planned. Um, and this, what, this was the day you broke yes. your foot. We and had you nothing better shot, to do. You went and shot Henry after I broke it. <laughs> I was like, let's just shoot Henry walking around to burn up the rest of the day. Yes. And I shot versions of it with the case. And without the yes. case, because we didn't know what, what had happened have, Is he going to have the plutonium? We didn't know. We didn't know there was going to be an exchange. We didn't know, where is this where they lose the third plutonium? This is actually 120 feet from one building to the other, but magically, it doesn't look like it. Nope. And we were, we were originally going to have a big crane that you were going to get on yes. and swing over. And I went. And when I was scouting that roof, I went, wait a minute, this looks like it's 10 feet away. And of course, everybody in London knows how ridiculous that is. And again, 360-degree geography. We started on that roof, this roof right here. Yes. This is where it happens. This is part two of a two-part shot that we stitched together. And Tom's ankle is broken. I start. This is shot five months after. Here it is. This. This is the start. And here's where it happens. I go in, take three. Oh. That hurts. First time I grab the pole. Broken. I know it. And he, re all of this is being shot simultaneously. All it's these broken. cameras are rolling at the, the same, same time. One. Broken. And it's all done. I have in to one get past take. camera. <laughs> yes, exactly. I got to get past camera. I got to get past and camera. And I went to see you, and you were you were laying on this. You were laying on a couch with your foot up and a bag of ice on it. And you said, "Did we get the shot?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, we got it." You said, "Good, because we're not coming back." Yeah. 
It's broken. Oh, <laughs> uh, and this this uh, this woman, Fionn, she is so perfect. The 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 the, the extra casting in these scenes um it's a very big deal you don't think much about it but look at all the extras especially the extras in the church they're extraordinary uh a shout out to all of them it's it's a one wrong extra can really take a scene apart and yep. everybody in this was really excellent and helping Remember, to convey we came up with this right before improv and originally the jump was only eight feet you were going to smash through the window and you were just going to keep going out and then we were looking at going, well, why is he hesitating? I love this. That's like the woman. It's the lady in the black dress. Yes, I love Black and white dress. It's so fun. Oh, yes, the lady putting her hand in her mouth. Yes. And again, that was you and I sitting and in the room riffing on different reactions. Riffing on different things. Let's go through different reactions and coming up with an idea to go, how, yep. do, we, how do we start winning the audience but without breaking character? That's Finding right. the character comedy that we love. It's not jokes. No. It's humor. It's it character never comedy. It's wit. It, yes. So how, I love doing this, but it hurt. It hurt, and you remember, <laughs> oh, you were gosh. originally gonna jump through the glass, yes. bounce off a train, oh. and tackle a guy in the train station before we knew that the tracking thing was in his neck and you couldn't do it anyway. Yep. And I said to you, I go. It's a cool shot, McHugh. I love the design uh, of this, so cool. And that last, was the last shot. That was the last running shot right there. And he's so you going see me it. going, I'm going for it, this is it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That was in the morning. Lauren, by the way, talks about this uh, in his in his commentary. There's a really nice piece about how this is all composed. You should definitely check it out. But you remember, you were going to jump through the yes, train bridge. That's right. And you and I talked about it, and I said, you know what? Here's my problem with the stunt. Two things. I can't see your face, and it isn't that great a stunt. Why are we going to do this? And there's so much other stuff coming up, and thank God we did. Because I know. that was when the tracking device was on his coat and not in his neck. And we would have cut it out of the movie yes. anyway. And it was it was how you and I are constantly evalu evaluating how does this how is this stunt you, can't do it, you know can you? subjective, That's but more importantly, it was before we had the idea of you jumping out the window. So we still got the jump, but we got it with character it. and not spectacle. And not spectacle. And seeing something that I like his performance here. Performance is wonderful. And then this, remember, we originally... Dude, I love your design, though. Always, you write it, you're like, okay, no, he's staring at me when I get there. And it's just <laughs> so funny. Every time, we get a laugh. And, and, it, and I was totally inspired by that, just in the writing of the scene. And you've, we've, because I thought, we've seen this scene before. We've seen other characters jump on the bottom of elevators. But this notion that our expectation is that he's not gonna, he's not gonna know you're there. And to have you, and you're totally vulnerable puts a vulnerability on yes. you. And also, the way we originally edited the scene, we saw the photograph before you did. And it forced a cut that took away the emotion from Ethan. And by following Ethan's yep. emotion in these scenes and letting Ethan's emotion dictate the cuts. It pulls you in. Lighting in this is extraordinary. Yeah, lighting is exceptional. It's really great. It's I all great cinema. I loved filming this. This, we, we, we built this roof on a back lot and, and this real. was real. That's and everybody was saying, you don't need to go on the real thing. We oh. have the backlot shot. I was like, really? Really? Wait till we're we get doing there. This. And you wouldn't have this. That. And this shot, we had shot on the fly, no pun intended. There was no time to coordinate We had so it. much to do that day. We were doing it all by walkie-talkie, and we were finding the shot. We basically climb day. up the side of the building. 
on that rickety ladder. Yes, it was the day, the last running day that I had, and this and we did this. Yeah, shot. there is no elevator up to the top no. of that. You it's, actually have to climb a oh, wooden so ladder. Cool. And then, um, and this was. Uh, we originally had a scene in between this that got into character and subplot and all of this other stuff, and we took it out, and it kept on story. Just yep. made a much more effective... There's a lot of, you and I debated back and forth, the relationship, the choreography, mm -hmm. and kind of went, I'm glad, I'm happy with the decision. Yeah. I'm really, yeah. I think it was absolutely the right decision. It was a whole scene between you and Ilsa, yep. and, and it didn't need to be there. We always wanted to have some sort of... You know, combat with Ethan and Ilsa in a way that that feels just that that romance. That comes that comes from how they care about each other. Not yeah. It's it's the conflict between how they feel about each other and what they must each do. And and what I what I think what we realized is there's more of their story to tell you. Yes, it was kind of resolving. At their the end, story. we felt that with the story that's going to come with. Michelle. That's just it. It's what you felt. The way into the scene was people were saying, well, what about Julia? Yep. And we were asking yep. that same question again. Yep. What about Julia? And we need to resolve that story. Yep. So for future missions, yep. I'm sure you've got at least 10 more in you. And this scene was when we talked about bringing Julia back. This was the second scene. Yes. I knew that if we were going to introduce her, someone had to tell the story to Julia and I knew right, or to, to Ilsa rather. And that's Ving. And I knew it's it Luther. Would, uh, should be Ving. And the day they showed up, you know, uh, Ving's, ne I'd, Ving's never so really done anything like this in Mission. And I didn't really know. It was another scene like when Sean and Henry showed up. Rebecca and Ving were just crushing this scene. And something I like to point out, what's being said is often just as important as who is listening. And as good as Ving is in yes. the scene... Rebecca's reactions to what Ving Beautiful. is saying. Look at that. Are she's there's there's a re, what what Rebecca's doing in the movie is communicating emotions that Ethan can't or Ethan won't, and and you're 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 deepening their relationship by showing the understanding that she that she has of him. It's a very fine line you yep. have to walk because you, you don't want to make her weepy no. either. She's, she's talking about characters. Or compassionate. There's caring. It's compassionate. There's an empathy yes. that, that Rebecca has, that, that Ilsa has for Ethan. And Rebecca is just so good at communicating that without that. ever sacrificing her character. And Ving was so good here. Both of them. Yeah. Really. Look and at this, that look. Look at it. Is right? And then I this love that shot. reaction, Luther. I, yeah, yes, this. and that reveal, that shot was, and that, look at this great location. It was this parking garage that was just filled with water, and one of the challenges of that is there's a lot of lights in there, and it's <laughs> and space heaters and everything. That's a very dangerous yes, environment to work in. You guys it's think like, the helicopter chase is dangerous. We Everybody could have been electrocuted. <laughs> the movie could have everything could have ended this day. <laughs> that could have been it. I don't care how many how much how many rubber boots you're wearing. And now and and the other thing about the scene that we just went through, it's the exposition that's setting you up for the third act of the movie. We're introducing new stakes yet again, and these scenes are always a challenge. Um, and normally we tend to shoot these scenes in as confined an environment as possible so we can go back and reshoot them and retweak them. 
and we didn't have the option to do that. We really, we, we had to really had to know. And a lot of times we'll overshoot the story so that we can cut it back. Always. But, and this, it was... It was right there. It was right there. Yeah. We felt by now... After three of them? <laughs> after three of them, well, in your case, six of them. Six of them. But also by now in the movie, the rules were clearer. Yeah. And the options were fewer. And... The, and and what needed to be made clear, and also we'd spent a couple of weeks in the editing room during the That's break. That's right, during we had the a break, hiatus to go through. Yes, how we had a hiatus when Tom broke his ankle, and it allowed us time to, to cut. Go, work in. Yeah, look, what I love about a mission movie also is you could go cashmere, push into computer screen, and then cut to these beautiful shots. This is actually we're shooting in New Zealand for cashmere. Uh, there was a whole great scene that you wrote and shot that we loved where we come upon a camp where you see the border, the, the border where, yeah. and you see that Lane and Walker basically annihilated these people at the border and it was haunting and it was in the first trailer. It's in the first trailer and there and, I loved and it. in our deleted shots reel we've included yep. some, some shots from that scene which you'll and see. And you'll see it. It was and very cool. And the truth cool. of the matter is it's just not mission. No. You, it's it, it, however and what it, it was slowed for slowed everything down. But what it was for it was before Walker killed Lane, uh, Hunley. Yes. And it was to establish what it's kind of villains they were. before we decided that yes. Lane killed Hunley. That's right. And, we, we, and the scene was meant to establish the brutality of Walker and Lane, and they had murdered all these people. But again... You didn't need it. You didn't need it, and also it's better to see the character do it. That's correct. That's where I feel it. That's right. And so all of this, this dialogue was, uh, and you'll remember, we went back and shot it again. Yep. This is a typical scene where you're getting an information dump, and and we shot it early, a little earlier in the, in the London part of our shooting when we were, we were at the studio, and, it, and because you shoot it in this confined environment, you're allowed to go back and change it. And we had to just, we had to tweak little bits. And, and you remember, we debated long and hard about motive. This is really the only nod to the villain's motive, their plot in the movie, which is always a very difficult thing. And originally, the, the Kashmir is actually a, a very complicated political environment. And we thought, yeah, the, they would all know that. So why would they be explaining it to each other? And we decided what people understand is water. And oh, this, I have to, this is my apology to, uh, apparently when we did the, when we did the map, even though we vetted the movie, saying Indian controlled Kashmir was actually an insensitive way of wording it. And some people approached me on social media. And so I apologize, you know, going back to the map and if I offended anybody with the way, it was really all just a matter of making it, people understand the different countries that were involved. Where we are, the geography. I just, as, as an ignorant American, I didn't know enough. But we did vet it and nobody said anything. Hmm. For example, when we did, you know, Russia, yeah. the, the Russians, when we showed it to them, they said, this is how you yes, be careful with the map things. of Russia. Yes. Yes. So we did check. We just, nobody gave us the flag for this, anybody upset about yeah. that. This is where it ends for me. Love the score here, by the oh, way. Yeah. This is New Zealand. And this camp, um, except for the deep background, all of this is built practically. And all of it is arranged around a single shot. When we went down to that location, we, we still hadn't worked out a lot of what was happening on the ground, but we knew that Ethan had to meet Julia, and we knew that Julia, we wanted to put her in the absolute best spot we possibly could. The sun 
rises behind those mountains behind them. And as a result, it only gives us five hours of light a day because it was the winter time. So it's very low light, very warm and very beautiful, but there's very little of it. So I went a couple days before and arranged the entire camp around where Julia would be standing, which was this right where Tom is now, and all to give you this moment. And this was the third moment when we that first, right when we, yes, knowing first was the dream, second was the scene with Luther, and the third thing we knew was this scene. So this is one of the earliest scenes we actually wrote for the movie. The shot I love. Look at her. Well, it's all, look at the first light. Of all, first a, of all, she's a brilliant actress. Michelle Monaghan is incredible. And came to us at a point when... We hadn't worked out a lot of this business in the camp. We knew this scene. Remember they were going to have a baby at one point? Yes, they were going to have a baby. Two days before, we lost that. Oh, I cast a baby and yes. looked at it and was like, this is just too much business in the scene. It's getting in the way. And it was also Luther. He's fantastic, say, with too, in this. Oh, he's amazing. Please, it's like... Well, this is a very tricky scene because all the actors are playing a, a lot of subtext along with the text. And you have to do one of the most challenging things in the movie, which is you have to tell the audience your line, but not lie. No. You, you don't see what I'm saying. You know, there's a, there's that, yeah, and also to tell her, no, I'm working. Like, yes. This is... And so you look at the way we position the cameras. There's a camera over Wes's left shoulder that becomes about the conversation between the two of you. And there's a camera over Michelle's right shoulder, which becomes a conversation between the two of you. There's two separate conversations happening. And part of the thing about the light that's really tricky is we shot this later in the day. Great performance by Rebecca Gwan. Great shot it late performance in the day. By, we shot it late in the day. So they had lots of time to do their side of the scene. And you had eight minutes before the sun went <laughs> down. For my and whole take. For your whole, all your coverage <laughs> in the scene. And you said, just shoot them first. You can shoot me later. You know, we can, I'm standing in front of a tent. Get this light, get this light. That's very generous. That's, that's you know, that's, and. and but that's what you and I do. We, we know it. It's like, serve them up. That's it. And eight minutes, you and I looked at each other. We'll get it. I, we'll get it. Let's go. I, well, I was like, it's eight minutes. I mean, the sun's really going down. I'd, I'd like you to have more time. And also, keep in mind, in that eight minutes, you have to play the scene three different ways. Because remember, we said it's like play one where you're just being totally straight. Be, play one where you're completely lying. And play one where you're kind of in the middle. And it gave us color to play with. And we used all the middle. It's it's so well acted. This is a, this is a really, you're... What we used is one take, and it's 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 really a testament to how great you are in this scene. I mean, everybody in the scene is phenomenal. Well, thank you. And the tricky part of it is, where do you cut, and when, because it could be totally misdirecting if you got it wrong. The editing on this is so good. The design, how you where you place the team. Michelle came in, and she just. She's unbelievable, and I love what you did with Rebecca and having Ilsa feeling yes. for Ethan, yes. her friend, this man she cares about, this relationship. And to Rebecca's credit, she didn't know what that story was yet. No. <laughs> so she's like, no. what am I doing? Aren't I looking for a nuclear bomb? I was like, no, 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 no. There's a whole other thing going on here, and I need you to trust me. Yes. And so everything yes. she's doing there is getting emotional about the scene and going, why am I getting so emotional? There's a bomb. <laughs> Exactly. Why, what am I? Okay, I'll do it. I, I know. And she's really wonderful that way. She's very supportive and very trusting. And this, you remember, we had minutes to shoot some of these things. And all of this was under the pressure of the fact that you had to go train for yes, the helicopter Because I'm also training every day. Obviously, it's before I broke my ankle. I'm training every day for the helicopter. So all the stunts on the helicopter, I've been 
I went to Airbus, I got my license in 12 days, but spent the next year and a half training to become... My favorite cut in the movie. Love that cut. Oh, it's great. Sorry, you were No, sorry. no, I trained after that to be commercial pilot, aerobatic pilot. There's a story there that Wes and, is telling. Oh, about, uh, yes, about go just, on, no. Uh, the, the story that he's telling, sorry. No, no, no. That he's, he's there's not jealousy in that scene. It's, he's, it's, it's, a, it's an understanding that there's, his wife's past has come back and I don't know the story. Lauren's score here is unbelievable, yes. landing on these entrances. It's really wonderful. I love the sense of team that, that was coming together yes. here. And this is as the movie, this is early in the movie, and it's our second location, and it's as we're starting to find the team rhythm of the movie. Yes, and the story. Yes. Um, Shot that New Zealand. How to make this truck look fast? Lots of cuts. Yes. <laughs> There's Henry. I'm going down. Down the hill. And we forgot to shoot this dialogue. So this is months later on a hillside. And she's pregnant. Them. She's pregnant. And that was the hill that was going to be where your helicopter yes. rolls down. Great. And then this was back in New Zealand. I'll figure it out. That's, that's the like, mission motto. That's a Mr. Motto. It's like, that's what be cute. I was like, what do we do now? I'll figure it out. <laughs> And that was your suggestion, by the way. It was, don't, don't look, don't look. And I was like, I know what <laughs> yes, it is. I know exactly. what it is. He goes, it's something. It's like, tell her not to look. What did he say? And I was like, I know exactly what he said. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Great note. And, and you remember, originally, when the helicopter took off, we didn't follow you. We cut to that shot sooner to show your face. And it was Eddie Hamilton who was like, no, 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 stay with the helicopter. And that was not our instinct. No. Our instinct was, boom, how do you get to the, the yep. shot sooner? And it actually had a real impact. And this is one of the lovely Gosh. discoveries that the teams that begin forming in this third act all came from the necessity of who's where and doing what. And we, 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 the, the whole design of the bomb and the doomsday scenario all came about from, well, I need Ethan and Ilsa to be, I need Ilsa and Benji to be doing something. Yes. I need Luther and Julia to be doing Brilliant something. Brilliant design, McHugh. That's the stuff that you do so damn well. It's, it's and it's all character. It's all story. It's all necessity. Yes. And it's it's it all comes. That from was character. tricky to figure out, oh, actually. That hurts. That hurts. That does hurt. <laughs> that was tricky to figure out. Like, instead of just letting go, and I have to say, you don't want to let go. No. <laughs> Going down to your back. That, that we shot came up with. On do you the remember day. that? Yep. You were like, are you, and you were saying, you were just like. It, you, 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 you had this shot and you were trying to articulate it and you were like it's it's we, you know we cut how do we show Ethan on the bag and and it's like it's like a hill somewhere I go I got it I know what you need and we went and scouted and we got dropped off on the side of a mountain and it was cold and you were waiting while we were trying to get the camera in place and what you've got to appreciate is how close Tom is to that hillside and if that bag snagged on those trees, the it's only bad. option the pilot had was to cut the payload. With I love Tom. this pull-away shot. We got that the second day. Do you remember? Second day, yeah. We we're like, we did it once, and I was like, we can do it. He wasn't better. close enough as and I was climbing up the bag. It was, do you remember? It was, and it was too long. Yes, it was too long, and that other helicopter wasn't in the background. Yes. And I said, guys, we can do this better. And we went back and got it, and we ended up using all the shots uh, in conjunction yeah. with each other. But a lot of our obsession. Now, I'm glad you wait. Editorially, it's like, I like your taking time with me breathing. It was exhausting climbing up that rope. And, and this, the movie is taking its time here. Well, what I was about to say is our obsession was anywhere Long we can cut. hold in the shot. Yes. And we were being discouraged from shooting this moment. 
Yes. We're saying, oh, it's boring. They're saying, it's no, not... it's boring. Don't do it. I, and I was, you could see in the EPK, I'm yelling at them. I'm, yeah. I'm, this is what I'm going to do. It's like, like, I can do, do it. it. Just get out of my way. Get out of my way. Yeah. This is really this is great. Fun. This, this is, is fun. really fun. Adrian, you and Adrian, Adrian. worked on this oh, forever. Gosh. It was so Look much fun. This. And another thing to do is that the, the, this is obviously all stuff that everybody would be dead if they were doing it for real. And so we had to we had to find our moments in the story when we were doing things that were not real and in, you know like this is all on a stage. <laughs> yes. And then and what's really incredible is you can't tell the difference between that's real. That's real. All that's real. And and that's what's really effective about the work that Jody Johnson and oh. his team did. Yep. Because we had to get you to the place yep. where it was real. All this is practical here. How did you get in the helicopter? Oh, some of, but some of it you'd be surprised. Yeah. Some of it you'd be surprised. And 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 then what's really nice, you remember we shot a whole bunch of stuff on a back lot of close-ups of you. Because we felt like the more close-ups we had, the more connected we were with Ethan. And we shot a ton of it, we threw it all out. We just we, it just wasn't we, working. It remember was, the first preview we had, everyone's like He's talking too much. It's talking too, too much. Yeah, exactly. Why is he talking so much? Which we're thought, grateful. Oh, we're like, yeah. So we just threw it out. We thought audiences needed it. And so look at all of this stuff. These these are, all these camera angles are designed to show you that there's, not only is there not another pilot in the helicopter, there's not another seat for another pilot. And it creates visibility that, uh, that creates completely unique shots for you. And then, of course, we have to teach the audience just a little bit about helicopters. About flying a helicopter and how difficult it is. And we had, we shot a lot of stuff of how much did Ethan know about flying a helicopter. So we, we, we could shoot, Ethan knew nothing. Yes. Ethan was I a, performed I know nothing yeah. to different levels of I know a little bit. I have some sense of how you yep. I have to say, this is all in New Zealand. When we were flying out, we had, I don't know how many helicopters, 11, 12 helicopters to get out there. Yeah. The design of this with the bag, it's... Great tension, great design. Uh, I want to also thank all the helicopter pilots. Mark Wolf. Yep. Marty. Andy, Hugh. Yeah. Andy. All the guys that taught me how to fly, that trusted me to fly, that trusted us to be able to do this. Uh, it, and, 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 and the locations these, and getting these locations. Coordinating these look that and coordinating that shot. Yes. The, 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 the amount of work of three helicopters and a counter move, all of this stuff is incredibly painstaking, very dangerous. And to, and then, of course, there's just luck. The fact that when we went to that lake, that's called Lake Quill, and it was mirror smooth. Oh. It was, because there you can see the wind is starting to kick yep. up and the, the texture but of the lake But it was mirror changes. smooth, which, which also is helicopter pilots, makes it a little difficult when we're flying that low over it. You can't tell how far you are over the water. No. so you really have to know. So watch, when Tom does this dive, what Tom doesn't understand, to Tom, it looks like he's flying into the sky. And this shot will get, look at that. That's a reflection. Yeah. And that, and so when Tom's looking down, he can't tell how far away he is from the, it looks infinite. Uh, and and so he, you had to do this bank away and this uh, and really, this wing over. Really, we were very nervous. It was yeah, one of the scarier shots. Knowing the instruments, it doesn't look it. Now the spin, of course, the spiral, which the spiral. Is, don't try this at home. No, please. And I'm trying to keep as close to the side of the mountain as possible, and go as low as possible, and keep it moving. I mean, that is a, it's a very tricky maneuver. 
And, and he's doing all of that. There's no stunt pilots used in that. All of that. Every shot you see, gosh, this was fun. There's <laughs> that shot from a boat. Oh, do you remember that? Yes. Now we're so close. Look at Henry also doing this. He's hanging out of that helicopter. Trying and to again, it's very cold. It's so and it cold. Will only get I colder. at least had heat, Henry. My hat's <laughs> off to you. Guys. Ah, he's Superman. He's used he's, to doing that sort of stuff. He's awesome. Yes. All of this, uh, not all of it, but quite a bit of it, wow. was shot on a on on our back lot. This was another in thing England. where I knew I knew right. with these tents, if we couldn't finish it in New Zealand, we could finish it at home. And so we we had these tents built on the location, but we would only go there when as weather cover or anything else. And the rest of the time, yep. we spent with Julia and and uh, uh, Luther. And, and this, we spent a whole day, actually more than a day, because we got rained out, you remember. Yes. Just shooting little bits and pieces and talking about their relationship. And we shot a little bit more of it. I'm surprised we used most of yeah. it. This is a place called Purity Glacier. It's, and it's very, like we're- That's the, hairy. The rotor blades are just Super sometimes narrow. a foot, two feet, three feet off the rocks if I, and either the, one of us made a mistake. And the balance of the editing good. of this sequence, you remember yes. we, we 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 were in we were in a place where we were testing the movie and there were times when it felt too long, and and it was always about finding the right mix of what was happening on the ground, what was happening in the air, and how did the two things intercut, so that they they felt like one was. Affecting well, we go the back other. to Valkyrie, yes, which is the end of Valkyrie. The editing, the last you know ten minutes of Valkyrie, the last five minutes of Valkyrie, mm -hmm. really the skill that you have in terms of balancing that many characters in this kind of story. Uh, well, and it's I about- I love that moment with Simon. Oh, I love it. You know, I love Simon. Nuc uh, yes. Nuclear bomb, he's, he's just fantastic. And watch this, cuts like that. Yes. What we do is what Eddie Hamilton and I will do in, in post is we will experiment with cutting from one thing to another. And once you find a good cut, it tells you, well, what happened before and what happened after. And- we and we experimented many times yes. with what cut to what. Um, it's just, and there are numerous versions of those cuts, and this is the one we ultimately said. This shot, I had to take out a whole wall behind the camera to get this, and so it, so it good. took hours to get haunted it's house. Just, just, it's deceptively complicated getting a shot like this. The timing of everything just right. It's so good. And I originally did it as a wonder from the time she yep. came all the way down the steps and into this. I got carried away. Let's be honest. But again, here, this intercutting. Okay, now this cut. You made a very good suggestion here. From there? Which was, he says, she gets hit, and he says, Ilsa, come in. And you were like, Boom. you don't need it. Cut to here. Keep the stories. Keep the pressure yes. going. What's happening? And and we realized, yes, you didn't need to know that her comms had... I said, well, her radio's been knocked out. And, I want, and you were like, nobody cares. <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. We're on story. we got to move. And I really didn't think we'd get away with it, uh, and it, it, it just goes. It's what a balance act to come up and be able to. And all the other material that we shot, which we just we ultimately looked at and said, what's really on story? We were very, very ruthless about it. There were things we really loved in here. And a lot of those that you'll see in this um, uh, again, in the deleted shots reel i don't i don't like deleted scenes yeah I just give you a little sense of there's a lot more work behind it and each cut is painful because each each shot took so much to get 
And the ruthless efficiency of making movies like this is saying, I love that shot, but I don't need that shot. Story is king. Yes, Always. story is king. That line, Michelle improvised on the day and, and did it as a joke after we yelled cut. And I was like, well, that's a good line. Let's put that in the scene. So good. And this, Rebecca originally woke up in this scene and she startles when she opens her eyes because Lane is right in front of her. And they're having this dialogue that, that ultimately led into this. And I realized it was just all too much of a scene between them and we didn't need it. We, we needed very, look how great Rebecca is in that moment. She's really strangling oh herself gosh. in that. And, and all of that is Rebecca just feeling the scene, the contempt she has for Lane. She's so effective. Both I of love them are this so effective in this, this moment. There's a whole history between these yes. characters that's expressed in, in just a moment of yes. screen time. And of course, I love the set too. Yes, and and all the weight of the movie comes to this point where you're not quite sure. Are they going to do what I think they're going to do? Yes. And I had a. Are we going to kill Benji? Are we going to kill Benji? And I had a delightful time on social media yes. with people <laughs> yes. when I, you know, I posted the picture of the funeral. They said, "Who do you kill?" And people were saying, "You're going to kill Benji. I know you're going to kill yes, Benji." There would be rioting in the yes. streets, and I would reply, "Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe that was a mistake. Then I shouldn't have done that." So to everybody I tortured, I enjoyed that. <laughs> this is so well shot, Mickey. This moment, Rebecca gosh, here. Come on. Oh, Look at that. Come on. Oh my gosh. And yes, the, the intensity the, of that, the amazing it's camera fantastic. work that's going on in that, because again, we had very little time in these locations, and we didn't know what was happening when we were shooting the helicopter chase. We didn't quite have nope. the, the scene in the house worked out yet. Also, A lot of this stuff, we just when we were shooting this, we were we were feeling our way, even even with the aerial stuff. We, we don't know what's going to happen with the team. We yes. shot this. We are. We Simon had this. is so good here. Yeah. And Rebecca, they're, they're, how quickly they become a team at, the, at this point in the I movie. Know. And a very important thing, I almost didn't Look have her that. tied up in this thing because I didn't want the damsel in distress. And I realized what a damsel in distress really is, is a damsel who needs to be saved. And if, if taking it too far, Rebecca never ends up in any real danger. And so we, we, we made friends with that idea. Yep. And it was just, it's not how she gets into trouble, it's how she gets out. Yes. Look All of this. this, we had so many miles oh of footage gosh. around these glaciers. That was a place called Volta Glacier. It's incredible. And this, this is real. That's really Tom and Mark. They're a rotor width away from one another when they're doing that shot. It's incredibly, incredibly dangerous. Look at this. And a lot of these shots are very, very, very difficult. The, the, the fine line between what you can really do and what's going to kill somebody. Yes, and uh, we tried to push that as far for as the audiences as far as we could. And as a result, some of the rigs we built were the best amusement park rides that no one will ever <laughs> yes, get to exactly. ride except you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were some really cool rigs. I was like, we could charge for this. Yes, we could have, give them on the... Yeah. Look at this. Great. Seven months pregnant. At this point in the movie, Rebecca ended up getting pregnant right around the time you broke your ankle. Yes. And the movie should have been over long before she had this was an this. issue. And because of the ankle break, she's seven months pregnant. And, I mean, gave it her absolute all. McHugh, I just love the story that's going on here, too, though. Look at this. Okay, she's getting hit, and Benji gets a kick, and that kicks him off. That's 
And you remember, this was a lot of this was workshops. I know. With you and me and Wade. Wade came to us with a choreography, and we came up with the idea of the box. And we would just add layers to what was a pretty simple fight choreography. We weren't trying to be stunty and showy. We were just trying. And this dilemma of trying to choke the villain. That's just McQuarrie. I love it. All you came up with that. It's, it's just, and, but it, but it all came. Uh, and do you remember what it came up from? Is that Sean Harris, early on, said, "I want to kill Benji." Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> he it. Goes, that's, he goes. The only because, thing I want to do is kill Benji. And I go, you know what, Sean? I, you can't kill him, but that gives me an idea. Yes. And I knew I was going to have Sean some way or another choking Simon, and that's all I had going into that room. And I said so, to Wade, "Find a way for him to choke him." And Wade came up with the hanging fantastic gag. and it was one layer after another all because sean was just go- <laughs> sean was so funny he goes i'm the funny one yes. he's not funny <laughs> yes. i'm funny i could be, be funny <laughs> i could be funny i could be funny <laughs> way did a great job he way did. eastwood thank you my friend thank you so much now all of this chaos Look. all of this mayhem where it's just one thing on top of another is the simple problem of how do i get these two guys together in the same place after they've been in a helicopter. And you said, this was great, you said, you know what, five days before we went to shoot Pulpit Rock, you said, I think, what if we messed up Walker's face? Like, what if he was more of a monster? And I said, well, we can't cut him because it'll be blood and there's a rating issue. And you so, came up with this. So what if we burn him? And then we, came, we found out where the oil tanks were in the helicopter and Sarah Manzani and her team, they built this prosthetic for Henry five days before he was on camera. Incredible. To get him to a point where he is a monster by the end of the movie, and Henry, to his credit, was like, yes. Yes. He loved it. Yes. He was no hesitation. He was like, no. absolutely. He was like, let's do it. Okay. And we were throwing things like, you know, hey, today your face is going to be hamburger. All right. Yeah. Okay, I get it. That'll be cool. I get it. That'll be cool. That'll be fun to do. Cool. And this, this was, moment. yeah, so wonderful. The two of them. Lovely. Yeah. Just two great Lovely. actors. I know. So great to work with. I know. Such a fun time. And this was 15 minutes before wrap on the last day. 15 minutes to midnight. That was it. And I put three cameras. I put a camera between their feet, and I put a camera pointed at each of them. And all the energy you're feeling in this scene is the actors knowing that if we go one minute over, it'll cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars that we don't have in the budget. We can't go one more day. We pushed it to the absolute limit. To the absolute, and the crew was amazing by, I, yes, you know, working so hard to get it. I gotta tell you, incredible. So crew. hard. Look at, I love this shot that you have. This is at Pulpit Rock. This is now, we're now in Norway. Now we're in Norway. Pulpit Rock. And what, what I asked for, and it was the only time I asked for a location after the fact, everything I scouted the movie, I it's said, a shot. It's it, Henry's so wonderful in it, and how we managed to kind of hold that as a reveal, even though his face is burned much sooner. Everything was sort of designed around coming to that moment. But here at Pulpit Rock, I said to Ben Pills, our location coordinator, "I need something they can fall off of, not down." And New Zealand didn't have a straight drop; they had no. a lot of sloping drops. And he brought me a picture of Pulpit Rock, and I said, "This." is something we can fall off of. And it's a real testament to Jake Myers, the rest of our production team, 
oh. that they were able to absorb the enormous physical difficulties of shooting a movie on top of this location. Everything had to be brought out by helicopter. A whole camp had to be built up there. It's a very, very, very challenging shoot. Very challenging. And we got lucky with the weather. With the weather. Because my broken ankle, I still have a broken ankle here. Oh, this was, your, this. this was your first day back. Yeah, this After is actually, yep, all the climbing, everything. My ankle's broken here. I'm wearing a brace. If you can see, my right foot is much bigger because I'm wearing a little brace. I can't tell. <laughs> I know, and I, all that. Right ankle's broken. And, and and you remember when you went over the, the weather, cliff, I said, he's, he's holding your ankle, and you looked at me, and you went, my left ankle, right? <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. My left ankle, right? <laughs> yes, 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 your left ankle. You'll be okay. Oh. But, but I couldn't pivot on it. And do you remember the I know. the weather? Because we were supposed to shoot this in September. And, and yes. now we're in November. No, November. And the, you had... Uh, this you was had like eight weeks, weeks after I broke the ankle. And we had three... It was six weeks after. Yes, yeah, six and we weeks. Had, we had three oh. days on Pulpit Rock. Three. And we lost a day and a half to weather. So everything that you're seeing that we shot actually on Pulpit Rock, we shot in a day and a half. It's incredible. And then a other, day and a half. other pieces we, we, we met, we shot little tight things, all the tighter stuff we shot at, uh, at Leavesden. Which again, great, yes. great visual effects work, great production design. This is a moment we came up with. Later. Later. Look at that. Smudge. I like the walker smudge. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember that look to the left? The, the, that's that's pulpit rock. Yes. But the other shot. Now look at this. This is real. This is real. And remember, Tom's right ankle is broken. Pivoting on his ankle is extraordinarily painful. This is all. That is your first day back on the job after breaking your ankle. Look at his. Oh, that's painful. Uh, Just to ow, watch. Ow, but look at that. Um, so beautiful. Gosh. And Lauren's score there. It's really oh, wonderful. Fantastic. Look and at you these remember, guys. We were, we were coming towards the end and Lauren had scored all of this and you said, I'm missing the theme. And we went back in and just tweaked so that the mission theme was starting to repeat you through could, it. You we got, feel. Yeah, we got so focused on the drama. You're like, like, don't forget. Mission. It's mission. And here's where we found it. We found these little places for it. All the score was done, and Lauren was able to just surgically drop the moments in. All those shots are in the 10 minutes, I just want to oh, say. Yeah. I remind you guys who are listening, <laughs> this is all in the last the 10 minutes. The clock is literally ticking. literally ticking. Okay. And, and they were yelling at me. They were like, stop interrupting. And I was like, say the line right. Just the clock is ticking. Oh, my God, there was so much stress. And you could Look feel at them. it. You could Rebecca see is it. so like mad at me. Yeah. Rebecca is so <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a decision on this? <laughs> yeah. They're so good. And this okay. moment of what do we do? McHugh, elegant. Thank you. Elegant. Necessity. This is in the script, but it's elegant. But it's necessary. You don't need to see me take the thing. It's cut to the white. Yeah. Well, there was no dramatic to do way to do it. There wasn't a cliffhanger way of you pulling that out with your teeth. Now here's where we got lucky. We knew all of this in the script. One of the few things we did know in the script was that you were looking at the sun. Yes. But in Pulpit Rock, it was cloudy, foggy, hazy. It was never, there was no sun. We didn't even know where the sun would be when we got to this moment. And on the day, and by the way, your note, this was originally cut different and you were like, no, 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 cut from Ving. This was one of your great suggestions. It was cutting from my man. Originally, it was my man to screw you, Lane. 
and now and we rearranged it so that it went from here to here and it bonded the two of them together that cut is about that their friendship. friendship and here what's amazing is the shot coming up the clouds parted as we were lining up the shot we, and that's, that's real it. we were so lucky we were so Dude, lucky how lucky were we oh my god i better be, rather be lucky than good that's exactly it oh now this shot again all these things it started raining right after we got that and no, when we, we got that shot and it started snowing. It start, well, when we got and in the helicopter to leave, it was it started snowing. snowing. It started snowing, and that was it. <laughs> and it, was, was it. it was snowed in for the rest of the season. We had to leave equipment up there. Yes. For the whole winter. For the whole winter. Yeah. And some of our crew had to hike down in the snow. Thank you to our crew who did that. Yes. I wish I could have done it. Broken ankle. Look and this was... Okay. Here's a, so this was Michelle the fourth, Monahan again. The fourth Thank scene. You. This was the thing that, like, in terms of what, you know, the, the very earliest days, we knew this is where the movie was going to end, or at least this relationship was going to be resolved. And uh, so when you have something this specific, the whole movie has to build up and work to it. And then you remember we shot this and we shot the wedding at the beginning of the movie on the same day. That's right. And this scene had to be finished for us to get on helicopters right. and fly a and skeleton crew to the Milford to film the opening. Yes, to film the opening. And in between, I was training, and I'd already, I was falling off the bag in between this. That's when right. you guys were shooting those other things, I was off, and you were, you were running from both things. And you literally are beat to hell in that bag. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. hitting the bag? That was already me going. Oh, yes. Now look at Michelle just, it's like. She's so wonderful. Oh, my gosh. She's wonderful in the scene. And... The, the thing that was really funny is if you will go all the way back to Mission 3, where Ethan and Julia are having the party at the beginning of the movie and talking about where they met, or Julia's talking with her friends about where they met, and you're reading her lips in the other room, they met in Lake Wanaka. And to fly out to the Milford Sound location, we actually took off from Lake from Wanaka. From Lake Wanaka. That's right. Uh, that yeah. was amazing. That was, that was a moment. We but took not, off from yes. Lake Wanaka. Did you remember? Uh, yes, I, when I saw the Lake Wanaka oh, sign, I was like, hey, was look like, where oh we are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's so good in look this scene. This. And we couldn't bring Michelle back. You remember, she had a, she had her she commitment had to her show, The Path, and there was no way to bring her back. And you'll see that some of these shots are just slightly a little soft, and there's, there, it's, there's an opportunity there to reshoot. We didn't have it. And there was an opportunity to use shots that were more in focus, but the truth of the matter was the performance was so much stronger and overpowered that. And so you, it's, it's. And no the, one, look at this. Who cares? Also, you'll see intercut in this scene after this scene with Michelle and Rebecca ad-libbed this moment coming up. Mm -hmm. That was really quite beautiful. And these flash forwards, this is a lovely moment. These just these three actors who know, really understand the kind of film they're making, the kind of story they're telling. There's such a warmth. I look at that frame with Ving, oh, Rebecca, and Simon, like every time, and there's Michelle. And that's now all real. This. That's all shot in New Zealand. Yep, that's in New Zealand. Now, I love what Rebecca does here. But it's interesting. Oh, this is great. And the this friendship. was an improv moment. I'm watching it on the monitor, and I saw her do this. And what is she doing? And it was so it's lovely. Wonderful. It was such a nice moment of a connection. It was such a great instinct between those two actors. Now, this, these shots... We thought, we thought it was a whole scene, and we thought potentially it was going to be the end of the movie. Well, you said to me, you said, 
The movie can't end with Ethan Hunt lying in bed. Yeah. Like, it's just not like, it's an action movie. I know. And we want to feel like, I want, like, let's where, talk, where are all these characters? Yes. You were like, what's it? There he goes, you, you were like, there's all this unresolved stuff. And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. And we wrote the coda. We shot it. We shot it. Didn't include Did, it. Didn't work. And didn't, well, the movie, you, you felt clearly yeah. that the movie wanted to that end it ended here. here. And when you saw it, you went, oh, yeah, I totally said. He goes, that's the end of the movie. But then the audience was asking, where are the other people? We had this dilemma of, what are we going to do? We were there in the editing room. Oh, I was lying in bed. We, no, we were in the editing room. We left. We were like, yep. what are we going to do? And then the next morning. I came to, because yes. I, I suddenly realized, well, what of the scene do I need? Yep. I just need her dialogue, yep. and I need to see the widow, and I need to see Lane. And I came in that afternoon, and you were like, you didn't say, just, I'm not going to tell you, I'm just going to show it to you. <laughs> and this is what he did with all of that. It's just fantastic. Those great Macquarie gifts. And then watch this. This last shot of Tom was originally a profile. And Eddie Hamilton, I said, get me a close-up instead. He goes, well, I have one, but it's not long enough because it rolls out. And boop, that's the camera rolling out, that flash. Yes, that flash. And the typical of Mission Impossible, you delivered the last line of the movie <laughs> as, as the camera rolled out. Yes. Congratulations, my friend. Oh, look at this. Well look done. at this cast. Our guys. friends again at Filmograph and The Thank Curtain you. Call. And The is, Curtain Call. Which you and I talk about on every movie. We love Curtain Calls. Yes. And we tried to do one on Valkyrie. You I know. And it just, it was the wrong kind of movie. It was movie. the wrong kind of movie. But, you know, I just love having it. It's just to be able to celebrate these actors and as an audience to be able to just give me the highlights again that I could relive. Yes. And it's so much fun. And well, and the, the, the Mission Impossible theme and the feeling one gets, the punch you get out of, and, you know, and again, being able to go back to moments like this. Uh, <sighs> Is, is really fun and it takes you out of the movie with the same feeling that brings you in. I gotta tell you, it's number nine with us, McHugh. It's such an honor to work with you. I just think, I, I love your sense of story, your taste, you're so elegant as a filmmaker, as a storyteller. I have so much fun working with you. It's, it's constantly like to be able to like hit that ball back and forth. I have such respect for you. You're my dear friend. And I just greatly admire you, and, and I feel very privileged to work with you. I oh. think it's, I'm so, I look at this movie, and, you know, it's all the years of, of love of story and character and, you know, just filmmaking. Because you got to be very passionate about filmmaking to make yes. this. You never get lazy. You never rest on your laurels. You know, every day we're swinging, and I just, I just greatly appreciate it. I, I really thank you, thank you so much. Well, thank, thank you, and I, I, and I mean that most sincerely. Going all the way back to first movie we worked on, which was Valkyrie, yeah. and coming at it with a very different, with a very different sense and a very different sensibility. And anybody who wants to look at the four films I've made to date can see an evolution, and that that evolution is owed very much to both the all of the wisdom that you've brought from all of the films you've made and all the filmmakers you've worked with. You come with an enormous wisdom, but you don't come with a set set of rules of how to make a movie. You, you come very much in the spirit of a mentor saying, this is something that will serve you, do what you want to do. And so you create on the one hand, a very challenging environment. You're always pushing people beyond what they think their boundaries are. 
but you also have a safety net for them and you 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 you're there going you're going to be okay we're going to get through this it's going to be all right we're going to live come with me if you want to live <laughs> yeah. and you can see i would not be the filmmaker that made this movie had i not been making movies with you since Valkyrie and you can see a clear delineation between the first film I made and the three subsequent films I made with you uh, and and so all of those things that you're saying which are on the one hand very kind they're also greatly influenced well, by my collaboration with you so I thank you well I'm very honored by what you said and it's really just from the moment I met you uh, you know, in Valkyrie, as the <laughs> typewriters are going, I'm just like, this guy, God, he just knows so much about filmmaking, and you honor filmmaking and storytelling, and it's, I, I as well, I you, said, you, it's you've, a you've, great you've, privilege. Oh, uh, well, thank you. You've, you've said something before. You said it in the, when we were promoting this movie, it says, where you said, I'm a, in, in that one clip where you said, I'm addicted to making movies. <laughs> yes. And that really is what it is. It's like, it's, it's, we it's share a, that. We share that. We can't thing. really we can't, help it. No, we can't. <laughs> you, you, we just start on a story and you just can't let go. And, and you know, and of course, we've really thanked the whole crew, guys. Uh, oh, every, ladies, everybody gentlemen. here. This, this is a film that belongs oh, to each and every please. one of the people that you're seeing here going, you know, going all the way back to our amazing sound department, James yes. Mather Incredible. and all of his mixers, uh, the stunt team, the art department, Wade, the costume department, Jake, Wade you know, and Jake, guys, and, uh, all of you guys, thank you, know, you because, Brock, uh, uh, Tommy Gormley, Tommy Gormley, director, thank you so much. It really is a team effort, and this movie, more than any other movie I've I've worked on, either one that I've directed or worked on with other people. This was the most difficult, Oof. the most challenging, it's so ambitious, the most challenged. Yes, and so many things being yes. thrown at the movie, and every single Broken one of the bones, people. That, oh my God! Pregnancies, weather, and very two winters. Two winters, very. No, we actually we had three. We lived through three winters. Yes, you're right. And it was three winters and a very uh, because of New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and just the cast, guys. Brilliant actors, uh, a privilege every day to work with you all. I know, you know, McHugh and I, just every moment, like, just thank you. Grateful, grateful to have every single one of you. And, and by the way, Eddie. Eddie Hamilton. Eddie. Our amazing editor. Eddie. Eddie and I, uh, you'll you'll find it on this disc. Eddie and I did a did a separate commentary, uh, which which you should listen to, just to listen to Eddie, who was absolutely wonderful, and also Lauren Balf, our composer. Lauren Balf. Lauren also has a commentary on this disc. Incredible, yeah. guys. It was like A plus across the board, guys. Uh, can't wait for the next one. Oh and... God! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Enjoy the you credits. Remember, you remember McHugh. a minute ago when you said, See? I never rest on my laurels? Yeah. I want to. <laughs> yes. And you call well, right me. Now, right and now. And you start talking. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm in a helicopter. Yes. And it's on a mountain. Yes. And now we're working on Top Gun right that, now. I guess the secret's out now. Right. Or it will be out by the time right we listen now, to it. Right now, McHugh's, we're now working on our next With one, Joe Top Kaczynski. Gun. Joe Kaczynski. The brilliant Joe Kaczynski and uh, yeah, I'm, Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer and Aaron Kruger were all tinkering on the script upstairs. I can't wait. Our next one, and we'll be talking about Mission and 
many other stories. Oh, God. Many other things. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. The adventure never ends. Oh, uh, no. There's like that moment. The, of... and, and, but, but, and, and you have such a, you take such delight, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You take such delight, because Tom knows that I would literally never make a movie again. If he did not create the the pressure cooker that makes me go, oh, all right, no. you know, every time you're pitching me, move out. I don't want to hear this. No, at the premiere in Paris, <laughs> I, know. I always sit next. We always sit next to each other at the premiere. So at the premiere in Paris, it's you, me, and Heather is next to you. And right here, as the movie, as the, the credits come on, what did you say to me? We could do better. You went, yeah, we could do better. It wasn't. You're like, yeah, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, we could do better. <laughs> and cut.